Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, here it is, Tuesday, the 10th day of October. 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. And on the other side of the glass, that is Kyle. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can use that same number to get in on the text machine. The Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com. Get our podcast. Stream us anytime, anyplace, anywhere. And on social media, listen to the BS. Give us a like, share, and follow. And on uh, YouTube, at The Bailey Show where you get more and more free contents uh, right there on the YouTube. So uh, closer to 8 o'clock, we'll get you those tickets to see Daltrey and Scott Stapp. They'll be at Thunder Valley uh, coming up January 19th. Um, We had Daltrey, uh, well, he performed at Aftershock on Sunday afternoon, and then he came into the radio station yesterday to do this, like, little performance. Yeah, uh, I got a double dose of Daughtry. Double dose of Daughtry. I like that. <laughs> you know, he did, like, three songs, and uh, the radio station brought a bunch of clients in and, and, and whatnot, and there's food, and everybody's running around. Uh, it was crazy, 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 and, you know, the rest of us just kind of sat back and watched people run around. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that dude's uh, just so legit, man. He's just a really nice guy. So, like, if you ever want to know, you know, some of these artists are – like, I know you, you, like if you go to an Aftershock, you see them as a performer. It's show business. You know, when you're up on stage, you have a different persona for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, just like in any, any, anything you do in show business, you have one persona and you have a different persona. But Daltrey's just a legit dude. I yeah. mean, you know, he goes up there, he does his thing at Aftershock. He comes in yesterday, knocks it out of the park, does three songs, and then he does uh, meet and greets. He came in, did some silly stuff with... Uh, with me for the show that we'll uh, do later on this week. But just a really, really nice, down-to-earth guy. You almost wonder, because remember, you know, go back with Daltrey. He started on American Idol, right? Right. You know, that's when he had his pop, and he actually covered Shinedown when he was on American Idol. Also, he did live. Oh, I forgot he did live. Well, that was what put him over. Right. You know, he was a big live guy, mm-hmm. and then they ended up, like, at the uh, season finale when they bring out the actual artist. I think Ed Kualichek in live actually performed with Daltrey. And I remember when he did Shinedown, and, you know, the Simon Cow was like, I, I don't know the song, because Shinedown was still a fairly new band. I right. Mean, this would have been like 2004, I guess. You know, they weren't as big as they are now. You know, and then, you know, Daltrey, of course, uh, has hit after hit after hit. He's very radio friendly. He's very uh, concert friendly. He's very people friendly. And now he's, you know, a big to do. You know, yesterday I'm watching him. You know, and afterwards, you know, I spent some time talking with, actually just talked about, I was like, what do you do? I mean, like, you're just ripped to shreds. You know, talking about the gym and working out and Mm -hmm. stuff. And, uh, but, you know, you look at these artists and you see them when they start. Whether you know them personally or not, you see them when they start. And they're just dudes. Like, you know, I always reference Brent and Shinedown because I go back with those guys. They were jeans, t-shirts, smell like butt, didn't wear deodorant, long hair, very Southern rock, right? And then you look at the artists now and you wonder at what stage 
do these artists get the rock star vibe? You know, like Daltrey yesterday was wearing rock star pants. Yep. He had, yeah. you know, he's wearing an Aftershock t-shirt, which I thought was pretty cool. And then uh, he was wearing this, like, <clears throat> sheer jacket thing that nobody here could pull off. No, not nope. a one. You know, unless you're a rock star. But you wonder, like, when is that time they go, I'm going to dress like this and own it? Like, I'd feel com- uncomfortable dressing like that. I think they end up getting stylists once they get to a certain level, and the stylist is what puts them on their next level, like, right. with their dressing and how they look. They bring somebody in. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Really? Even the rock star, you think so? Even the rock stars have stylists, I guarantee you they do. You know, I, I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. I have really no do. idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would find it hard to believe that at, at some point in time, a rock star came into James Hetfield from Metallica and said, you know, James, I think we need to go uh, black leather vest with no shirt underneath. Yeah, but, man, I, I can see them reaching out. I can see a James Hetfield having an idea of how he wants to dress, but then being like, hey, you know what? How can I take this to the next level? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And recruiting. Whereas maybe a Daughtry had someone come in for him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I know on the idol level that they have people that, like, get you in touch with good ideas for how you should dress. Because I've met several people that have competed at the, the live show level of idol. Yeah, but that's that's American Idol. Right. I'm, not, I'm talking about you going on the road. But I think Dawson's probably it, always had style. It, it, well, no, he's just a dude. You know, I mean, he's like a jeans and T-shirt guy. I know, but because only because he came from that, from uh, he came up through Idol originally and then broke off. That's the only reason I would assume that. And I've seen some of these artists just go over the top, mm-hmm. you know, the way they start dressing. But then they, you know, because of who they are, whatever they decide to wear becomes a style. Oh, absolutely, and everybody follows it. Right. When you break it down, it's really not a style. Like Adam Sandler, take for example. (laughs) Adam Sandler is the, I just don't, I'll go to to the clearance rack at Old Navy and buy the outfit that I'm wearing to this fancy dinner at the White House. Right. Kind of guy, right? That's, you know, and that becomes his style. He's the plaid shirt, cargo, or um, uh, basketball shorts, (laughs) high tops guy. You know, and I don't think Adam Sandler ever had somebody go to him and say, look, dude, this is who you are. You're the plaid shirt, basketball shorts, <laughs> high tops guy. It's just him. Yeah, yeah. But if he goes and does something really big, like a carpet or something, I'm sure he gets stylists for those things. But his everyday life, no. he just stays who he is. No. Have you seen Adam Sandler go to anything? Yeah, he's probably an exception to the rule. He does, never wears suits? What, he wore a suit. I've seen him wear a suit once. And that was recently when... Was it Kennedy, you know, the Kennedy honors or something when they're right. they honoring him? But even when he's in a suit, he looks uncomfortable. And he looks uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like like he fought it every uh-huh. way. He tried to fight it going, no, I just want to wear a plaid shirt. Mom, I don't want to wear a tie. But you take guys that you know don't care. You know didn't have a stylist, like, say, Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. Uh-huh. But, you know, he's got one of the most famous sweaters, I mean, on par with Mr. Rogers, if not even over over Mr. Rogers. <laughs> right. You know, when he did the MTV Unplugged. Yes. You know, that cardigan, that brown cardigan, you know, everybody knows, even if and you And everybody had it. Right. Then you went out and bought it. Yes. Or, or you <laughs> yeah. know, or, or the picture on Rolling Stone magazine when the whole band was on there and he's wearing the white, you know, sunglasses mm-hmm. with the big plastic rims, you know. Yeah. I guarantee Kirk Cobain did not have somebody come to him and say, hey, look, dude, if you're going to pull this grunge thing off, this is what you're going to have to do. Like, the whole grunge era was plaid shirts. Yes. Right? was just plaid shirts. So, you know, I don't think that was on purpose. I mean, they just liked plaid shirts, and it was yeah, is it just Seattle. Because of, is it because Seattle that was like a working man's outfit? 
I, you know I, what I mean? Like what was what was with Seattle and Plaid? Plaid, no Plaid, Doc Martens, and Jean Shorts. Uh huh. I mean that was that was the look. Seattle, congratulations! Thanks right. for doing that to the rest of us. <laughs> you know. So anyway, uh, my point is, Daltrey's a good dude, and he looked cool, and he yeah. sang great, and uh, really nice guy. You know, you you, you got to look at these guys that that do this kind of stuff for radio, and um, you know, country's always very. Uh, thankful to radio. Like if you watch any country music, it's it's always has always bothered me. Mm-hmm. Rock stars uh, are like they think that we not all of them, but maybe this is changing. But they just always thought, well, you're lucky that you're there to have me. Right. You know, pop stars, without a doubt, mm-hmm. biggest mm-hmm. heads, egos. That's just how they're driven. That's how they're groomed. Country music, on the other hand, totally different. Very appreciative to radio. That's why if you watch. Any country music award show, as soon as an artist goes up there, he thanks God, he thanks his family, and he thanks radio. Country radio. Thanks yep. country radio. And he'll even call people out in country radio. Yes. Or they will call people out in country radio. Rock stars uh, haven't been known to do that, but you know I've been around for a minute and I've seen certain artists that are very radio friendly, which makes us feel good because then we can pass that on to you guys in the mm-hmm. audience right. and kind of give a different side to what you see. Right. You know, not just the in front of God knows how many people at Aftershock, Daughtry's performing. I can tell you he came and performed for less than 100 people yesterday, knocked it out of the park, was very thankful, gave his time. And the dude, you know, his voice is he's got to he's got to save his voice. Yeah. He still did a great job. And I, and I was talking to somebody probably like a week or two ago who said they purposely don't meet artists because they don't want the idea that they have of them to be tainted. So this is like a great example of he's just an all-around good dude. Whether you meet him in person, see him on stage, he is who he, you know, presents himself to be. What do you mean? You met somebody that says they don't want to meet artists? No, I know mm-hmm. somebody, oh, you know somebody? Right, that we work with who says they normally don't meet artists, they don't do backstage or any of that because they don't want to taint their ideal of the artist. Well, what they do they are. tell you? Don't meet your heroes. Yep. Well, yeah. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know who it is. <laughs> it's a secret. Do I know him? Yeah, you know him. They work here. Well, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know him. <laughs> does, he, does he talk to them? Is he allowed to talk I, to them? I don't know about that, but he knows. <laughs> is, he on the, uh, is this employee on the look, approved list? Look, <laughs> I'm trying to be so good, but don't put me in situations like that, okay? Well, I'm not putting he's, you in I, any you situation. You can easily just move on. Just, just, just move a on. A coworker told me that. That's all I was saying. I understand that. Story. But just play along at least. I mean, don't <laughs> put me in a situation where I have to explain everything to everybody because all that does is get me dragged into offices after. And I am not in the mood to go into an office today. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I got my FBI. Buck Wagon Cover's got to go to class tonight. Oh, yeah. I need my nap after this show. All right, uh, possibly. Are you a new billionaire? The Powerball once again rolled over until last night's drawing. Tell you if you won, anybody won. Uh, and uh, as my kid gets, uh, my son gets ready to go back to Orlando today, he asked his mother. This was a very odd experience for us. He asked his mother to take him to a place yesterday that I never thought I would have to hear that conversation. Oh. You know, like that one moment you spend with a parent because they took you to Disney, theme park, concert, Aftershock, whatever. Mm-hmm. This one I didn't see coming. This, <laughs> I mean, I should have, but I didn't see it coming. Anyway, uh, 916-909-0985. You want to start us off? Give us a minute here. Hang on. 
The big Powerball drawing was last night. $1.5 billion was the jackpot. Congratulations. No one won. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> no, why? It's more money now. I understand that, but it's getting expensive to lose. I mean, like this two is two tickets. If you just buy two tickets, I like I keep telling you, it will not be expensive. You only need one to win. That's yeah. it. I, buy two. I know, but I that's not my thing. So like they're I'm, urging people to not go spend a whole bunch of money trying to hit this lottery. This oh, is a sucker's game. Hold on, who's urging that? In the article that I read, right? The Powerball people. Mm-hmm. That's reverse psychology, <laughs> right? <laughs> do you do you, it, that's like a store saying, "Hey, look, don't buy too much of my product." Uh. You know, it's it's what Amazon Prime uh, Day today and tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Look, you know, d- even though we're giving good deals, I don't want you to spend too much with us. No one says that if they're making money. That's reverse psychology. They want you to go in there and spend a ridiculous amount of money on Powerball tickets. They say they want you to keep it fun. They want it to be fun for you, so they don't want you to go crazy spending for it. That's we, what they say. Okay, well then let me win. That's fun. <laughs> you know, that's fun. So, uh, I mean, this will be, what, the second largest? Second largest prize in the history. The biggest one was over $2 billion, and that was November of 2022. God, can you so, I mean, you can look up the numbers. I'm not going to tell you the numbers because that's kind of silly because you're probably in your car and you're not paying attention anyway. So, uh, yeah, so there you go. It's going to be $1.73 billion with a cash value of $756.6 million. I don't know if I I don't know if I had a dream about this last night or I was shower dreaming. You ever shower dream? No. Like you get in I the sh- daydream. Yeah, well, it's, well, it's very similar to daydreaming. You're like okay. you like you get in the shower and you're just you know at your time. Uh-huh. You're 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 away from everybody and you just have like I have like two times during the day that I'm just in my head, and one is in the shower, the other is in the gym. Okay, right? got you. And it's only for the first like 25 minutes when I'm doing cardio because the other. You know, 40 minutes or whatever, I'm with my wife and we're chit-chatting and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's I get in my own head and I, I I think of things. So I don't know if I dreamt this last night or I shower dreamt this, but I won the Powerball. Okay, and you'll never guess the first thing I did because it, it, it's nice. And it's not a joke. It's like serious, like really, really sweet. You gave me some money. No. See, that's so selfish. I knew you were going to say that. That's why I said it That's like sweet, that. though. It is very sweet. It is very sweet. <laughs> I went... To my grandmother, who, for those that don't know, was my rock. She was my everything growing up. She passed away back in 99, but uh, still, you know, hold her near and dear. I go back to Annapolis, Maryland, to the apartment complex that she lived in. And the apartment complex she lived in was not fancy by no stretch. My, My grandmother lived off of, I think, like $600 a month, and it was just money that she got because she she only worked up until she was... She didn't go. She didn't go to school past sixth grade, I don't think, sixth or seventh grade. She never got a driver's license. I mean, she was born in the early 1900s, mm-hmm. right? So she got married, you know, probably well under 18. You Same know, thing for my great grandmother. That's just how it was back in those mm-hmm. days. So anyway, I go back to her apartment complex. Again, not a nice place. I mean, it wasn't run down. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't the nicest place. And I pay everyone's rent for like the next twenty years. Oh, look at you! Oh, that is so nice. There's a lot of elderly people that live there. That's all it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and I pay their rent, and I take care of any maintenance that needs to be done on the apartment complex. Oh, hmm. that is sweet. So just because you daydream that, that could be a premonition too, you know. 
That's what like I'm you're thinking. Seeing the future and what's getting ready to happen. A little good juju out there in the universe. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was pretty nice, huh? And so now you got a story because you saw it before it happened. Right, exactly. So if it happens, I better damn well do it. And well, you yeah. only need to buy two tickets. It's too late. Oh my gosh, it's, you already went and bought. One no, I, I, I. Well, here's the other part of the story. So, uh, just quickly, I guess I'll tell you this. So, uh, you know, uh, talking about the, the one time you spent with a parent that you always remember. So my son goes back to Orlando today, but, you know, there was a couple things he wanted to check off on his visit to California. Uh, he came out for Aftershock, and so he did that. He got to see all his bands and all that stuff. Uh, wanted to take him to Mel's, took him to Mel's. And so yesterday, really, well, his, his last day, he asks his mother to take him to a dispensary. Oh, wow. You know, because he, he, does, he does the weed for, you know, his, his Spectrum stuff. Anyway, and it does. It chills him out. It helps him out. But he lives in Florida where it's only medicinal. Uh-huh. You know, right? uh-huh. So they go to the dispensary, and I'm just like, God, you know, again, with most parents, you probably think the same way. Even though, like, my son's 22 years old, I still look at him as a, you know, punk-ass 10-year-old, 11-year-old. Same with my daughter. Like, her picture on my phone, she's still nine. You know, she's 18 <laughs> looking like she's 28. And so I just said to Rachel, last night, I go, did you ever think that you'd take your son to a dispensary? Not that we're against it or anything. It's just an odd. It's weird. It's it's. Because there's certain things that you just kind of don't do with your parents. Like, my dad and mom had me young, but there's still certain things I've never done with them. Uh, drinking, clubbing, none of those things. But that's a generation thing. Even for you millennials, it's mm-hmm. still a generation thing. Yeah. You know, so it's it's a lot different now because things have changed. But anyway, to the point of the Powerball, is this all our tickets yesterday? She stopped after the dispensary trip. Uh-huh. I had the whatever. I don't know if I dreamt it last night or in the shower. I'm not quite sure. So I got a couple stories going into this Powerball. And like I say, like you just said, you've got to have a story if you're going to win the power. If you're going to win any of the lottery stuff, you've got to have a story. You always hear a story. You know, somebody wins a million dollars on the scratch-off ticket. Why did they go buy the scratch-off ticket? They just got an ugly fight with their wife. They got to get out of the house. They went up to the Chevron. You know, they filled up with gas because they were going to go over to Napa and, you know, and chill out for the weekend. Stopped and got a scratcher, won a million dollars. Absolutely. A story. Did he get tickets to take back? Huh? Did he get tickets to take back to Florida, Caleb? What? What's it, Powerball? Yeah. No, they were for me. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I no. thought he might have bought a no, ticket he to take back he didn't, and then, oh, he's going to win. No, he didn't buy any. Rach bought them. Gotcha. They, she was like, you know where I got these? I said, where? She goes, I got them at the, gro- I got them at the gas station next to the dispensary. You know we're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you have to say where you got it from, yep. So it's like, mm, what were you doing over there? Well, it's got to be the, it's got to be the, where did you get them? You know, most people think that you have to buy these tickets in the middle of BFE, mm-hmm. you know, because those have the winning tickets, those kinds of things, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm surprised the local news hasn't done a story of that gas station. I forget where it's at here in California. That like they've got a really good track record of people winning. I thought they did do a story on them. That's how we heard about it. Yeah, but that was then, not now. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, if Powerball's at $1.73 billion, I can... It's time to go back. Only assume, yeah, the line to that place mm-hmm. is out the door. I don't have a story, and you can't force it, is what I found. No. Like, I've tried to force it, thinking, oh, this will be the story. No, it's got to... That's no. in your head, isn't it? Yep, it is. And so I don't think I can win. So well, I'm just not going to play. I still buy my two tickets. I don't care. Well, see, that's the thing. If you you got to revert, you got to reverse engineer it. So you are a very negative, pessimistic person. I can't, I can't, I can't. Mm-hmm. So you have to be doing something near the lottery gimmick and be all pissy and negative. Okay. And and then 
something happens because you're negative and I'm, right. you know, like you buy something and it's bad, you get sick, food poisoning, but you got tickets. Oh, <laughs> and I got the lottery ticket. Anyway. So I got to start buying like questionable, like hard boiled eggs or something from the gas station. Like, Just the gas yeah. station food, period. Yeah, right. Gas station <laughs> sushi. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A little Cali roll. Right, exactly. All right, first round of headlines. Two big stories from today. What you got there, Nikki D? I'm going to tell you what Taylor Swift is being blamed for and who fell into a man's driveway. All right, we'll get you those stories here in a minute. Hey. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. All right, round one of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Nikki D. Kelsey is injured and Taylor is taking the fall. H1. Travis Kelsey suffers an injury during Sunday night's Chiefs versus Vikings game amid rumored girlfriend Taylor Swift's absence. I would always like to keep people on their toes in that regard. <laughs> Some football friends are convinced that Travis Kelsey had his accident because Taylor Swift did not attend this game. Now, when you look at the replay of his accident, there wasn't anybody around him. He just hurt his ankle. It was he, a turf. Yeah, turf. Came back into the game, scored a touchdown. So he's fine. But, of course, people have to make it an internet deal because Taylor Swift wasn't there. Well, look, sports fans and definitely athletes are very, very superstitious. So, you know, you go to the NFL, the biggest superstition would be the curse of Madden, mm-hmm. right? You get on the cover of Madden. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. Something bad's going to happen to you. When Brady went down with his injury after the perfect, the near-perfect season, right. put him on Madden, and he was down for a whole year after that with an injury. Against Kansas City. Yeah, like right at the beginning of the game. That's have you seen that new, have you seen that new uh, commercial? I don't even know what the commercial's for except the Chiefs, and it's this guy who's a fan. And he's like imagining how, you know, you got a lucky shirt or whatever. And so he's got his lucky uh, seat that he sits in, his lazy boy. And it's like stuck to his butt. And he he goes to work and everything. And like Kelsey's in it. He's like, you know what? We couldn't do this without Tom and his lucky chair. Yeah, baby. That's why I have to walk around with my lucky chair. So he's got like a lazy boy that he takes everywhere uh, strapped to him. Well, also, you could look at the the curse of the commercial. Like you get uh, an athlete that is popular, also aging. And not to say that Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, still can't play ball. If not, I mean, he's the best at his position, no doubt about it. But the more the commercials, it's like they always get injured. Right. And and you can't turn on a television without seeing Travis Kelsey. Not at all. He is at every commercial. I mean, he does the chunky soup. Yep. He does uh, the, um, what's the one that they kind of ripped off the old Mean Joe Green commercial where the kid meets him in the tunnel? Oh, yep. And it's like a, a progressive or an insurance commercial. The dude is just made. And a lot of these guys, they. They don't use the money that they make in the NFL. They use the money from their endorsements, mm-hmm. whether on a local level or on a national level, uh, in their commercials, all that stuff. Famously, that's what Gronk lived off of, another uh, star tight end. He didn't touch a single game check. Kamara, I think, does the same thing. Alvin Kamara, the running back for the New Orleans Saints. I think I read that sometime. But I would too if I could. Yeah, right. You know, that kind of money. <laughs> so there is something to be said about the curse. And I thought about that. I was like, if something goes wrong with her not showing up at this game, She's going to get blamed. And she yes. did. And I thought about it at the very first game she showed up. I was going, you know, this girl has got to go to every single one of his games now uh-huh. if he wins and everything is kosher. Everything is good. <laughs> She's got to. Then she goes the next week. Everything's good. Everything's kosher. Everything. It's like this girl, 
She's a busy girl. If she doesn't go to every single one of these games and something happens, dude, she's going to get – people are going to not like her. She absolutely yeah. can't yes. go to every game. So y'all got to give up that superstition. Well, it's not – no, it's it's bigger than the superstition. The, the NFL superstition. superstition is bigger than Taylor. <laughs> one yeah. of the only things that's bigger than Taylor Swift is the superstition. She signed up for this life. She, oh, my gosh. Right. She's – She's lucky to be his girl. Right. Right. And if she's going to be his girl, <laughs> she's got to be there with him through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yeah, second start. A man falling out of the sky was a scary sight for this veteran, H2. I was asking the person that was laying on the ground, hey, man, can you hear me? Can you hear me? You okay, man? Da, da, da. But he did not answer. And that was eyewitness account of a man in Florida, Titusville, which is about 50 miles east of Orlando. Uh, He's seen it on his ring doorbell footage, a man coming out of the sky, and he lands into his driveway. So, of course, he runs out to try to assist the man. They uh, now have found out that it was a 69-year-old man by the name of Frederick Morello, and he was skydiving. Somehow he got off course and landed in his driveway really, really hard, and he passed away, unfortunately. Oh, oh my God. The guy died in his he driveway. Died. Mm-hmm. It was right shoot, in the driveway. Shooting not work? Well, they said that it was fully, um, you know, open. Out, oh, yeah. open when he was coming down, so they're not sure why he fell so hard. They tried to talk to the skydiving company, but they won't, of course, release any information or talk to anybody on the news about the equipment. So it probably was equipment. Failure. So he was by himself. Yeah, he was by himself. He wasn't strapped to one of those people. No, 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 no. He had done this a lot. He was a lawyer. So he skydived a lot. They said he had <sighs> skydived at this particular company plenty of times. I don't understand it. So yeah, Why me would you jump it's up? Like, right. That's, I just think that's dying stupid. What's wrong with your life that you have to be jumping out of a plane for excitement? I, I, I never will understand it. I, I know it's a rush for people. And That's you why get I say it. they like the rush. I've got friends that do it, and they love it, and they go back time and time again, but it's only a matter of time until you land in somebody's driveway. Hopefully not. You land in somebody's driveway. Now, I thought the story oh. was going to end well. No, he died. Yeah. And the guy gets up. He's like, what's up, dude? You got any ice tea? Right. You know, or something like that. Like, that would have oh. been kind of neat. <laughs> yeah, not old man falls out of sky and dies. In your driveway. Right. Who's going to clean this up? Exactly. That's like that's my next question. Who do you call? You call 911. That's who the guy called. And he was an Air Force veteran. So he was talking to the news with all his expertise. Like, yeah, there's something going on. You're airborne and you're still, he's doing all this stuff. I'm like, well, he knows a lot. Well, I mean, after the footage that, unfortunately, we have to see regarding what's going on in the Middle East at that music Ooh. festival. And you see, you know, all the... Uh, all the That's bad guys tough. parachuting out of the sky, you know. Again, the Red Dawn scenario. Yeah. You know, and we just, that's the third time. And stop, I'm going to. Yeah, stop talking. Prognosticating or whatever, like. Bad. Stop speaking things into existence. What's prognosticating? But, that's every time he opens his mouth, something happens. He, he, he makes, he makes make something out of nothing. No, I don't think I'm using it correctly at all. <laughs> you make that oh. word. <laughs> so we get for trying to use big words again on this show. At least it wasn't you this time, Nikki. It wasn't me this time. But sometimes, you know, when you gotta prognosticate. It's a catch twenty twenty. It happens. It's a catch twenty twenty sometimes. It's a catch twenty twenty. Would you like to know what the sexiest, the funniest, the smartest sounding accents are in the world? Don't lie. You know, especially I think more women than men are. 
foretell or prophesize a future event, prognosticate. Yeah, I thought you used it properly. I did too, but then she asked it, and then I doubted myself. You really are going to doubt yourself if she <laughs> asks you about a word? Well, you know, yeah, really. Catch twenty twenty. It's a 50-50 with me. If he doesn't know, what if are he the, doesn't know. What are the odds with her? <laughs> Please. Yeah, I, know. I had to look it up, man. I started to doubt myself. She, she didn't even ask you if you used it properly. She didn't ask you if it was a word. <laughs> I it hit me so hard. I go, oh, God, no. Because it sounded made She wasn't up. even doubting your sentence structure. <laughs> she was just doubting the word in general. Prognosticate. I never heard that. <laughs> uh, yeah, sexiest, funniest, smarting, sounding accents in the world. So uh, I think this is more for the ladies that are attracted to the accents more than the guys. Yeah. Yeah, I know Nikki has an accent that she's into. So <laughs> we can run down uh, those examples here in just a minute. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle on the other side of the glass. Your phone number 916-909-0985. Sexy accents and more here in just a minute. Uh, Carrie, Kara, uh, excuse me, in Sacramento. Good morning. Good morning. What can we do for you, Kara? Honestly, I really just wanted to thank Nikki D for the Aftershock tickets. I was there. Um, my boyfriend couldn't go initially, and I was able to get him to go, and it was it was a wonderful time. How'd you get? So I really. How'd you get tickets? Yeah, I just really wanted to say thank you. Where'd you get them? Like, were you there, or did you meet up, or did she steal them, or yeah. what happened? I was there, and um, I don't even remember who I was watching. And Nikki, Nikki D actually ended up walking over and talking to me and some of my friends, and. We were able to get the, the oh, okay. So wonderful. She, you were already in. You you gave her the upgrades. No, 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 no. I gave yes. her additional passes so that oh, she yeah, could yeah. get her boyfriend into the concert. Oh, so your boyfriend was just sitting outside the gates? <laughs> <laughs> no, he uh, he wasn't even supposed to be able to go the whole time. So I was there kind of by myself really? and met up with some friends. And then she was able to help me out, and I got him to go for the next few days. Hell no. If I were your boyfriend, that is not happening. <laughs> you are not going by yourself. Well, she was in oh, there. Absolutely. There were several people I like that. I was there that. last year. It was amazing. Yeah. You know what? So there's an Aftershock Festival Facebook group, which I'm just enamored with. I mean, just like it's just so... It's it's so interesting. And the after effects of Aftershock, you know, because this was our first Aftershock, Kara. So the, the after effects are people that are trying to find people that they saw or met briefly. Like, at Aftershock. At Aftershock, like in the crowd, in the pit or something. And there's like, it's almost like the bit that we do with Nothing Personal on Thursdays. Uh-huh. There are all these Nothing Personal ads. <laughs> so I, I read one this morning. There was a girl's like, has a picture of a crowd and this one dude with a gray tank top and sunglasses and she's got like a little arrow, you know, she drew the arrow in and, you know, with the little markup thing. And she goes, looking for this guy has the most beautiful <laughs> eyes ever. If you know him, DM me. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so <laughs> it's just, it's funny, you know, and you wonder how many relationships come out of that. Not when you meet there, because I know they come out meeting there, but when you don't meet them there, don't get their information and afterwards, go on to social media with just posting a picture. Like, do these people ever find these people again? Sometimes they do. I've seen those stories where they meet up later on after they've posted on Facebook about it. Yeah. they Aftershock should do an after something, mm-hmm. you know, for these people. <laughs> love after Aftershock? Yeah, yeah love Aftershock. <laughs> the Aftershock oh my gosh, love. that's amazing. Yeah, isn't that a great idea? All right. <laughs> they were talking. 
talking about doing a uh, like a dating app, an aftershock dating app. Oh, that's brilliant! Mm-hmm. That's all I see. Right. The the day the day <laughs> after yesterday, the mm-hmm. day after. That's all I saw. P- people briefly were talking about the concert, uh-huh. but now they're just looking for the. P- it was like a missing persons Facebook group people that they ran into there. Like you made me horny. I brushed you. Don't Whoa. If you remember me? Jeez. DM me. That kind of weird stuff. So well, anyway. you're welcome, Kara. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thanks for listening, Kara. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Thank you. I did. Right, bye. bye. You're welcome, Kara's boyfriend. So we can get in there and watch, make sure nobody's brushing up against old Kara. Okay. So I, my my son stayed for GNR last night. I didn't I didn't hear one way or the other about GNR. Mm-hmm. You know how it was, and uh, I guess people were pissed off because uh, they showed up an hour late. I Ooh. even asked someone about that because somebody I was like, so what times what times Guns N' Roses going on? And they're like, oh, seven thirty. And I go, but are they though? Right. So are they known for that? Oh, oh my please. God! Yes. Legendary for it. So, so if if you were one of those people that were pissed that GNR went on an hour late, that's part of Guns and Roses. That's the gimmick. Like that's you 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 want that. Like yeah. you if you know anything about GNR, and I'm I'm assuming it's people that didn't grow up with GNR. Mm. That's the gimmick. Like you wait for however long Axl Rose wants you to wait. There are people who have gone and they're supposed to take the stage at eight and they played at midnight. Right. What? Like like they weren't in the building at eight o'clock. You know, Lauren Hill is semi canceled right now for that. People don't have time to waste anymore. Well, it doesn't matter. It's it's GNR's been doing this since eighty nine. I thought we canceled Lauren Hill because she stopped making music with beats in it. No, we canceled her because she doesn't show up to her concerts on time. Hmm. Well, I, I I never canceled her because I never listened to her. So I don't <laughs> Can't can't relate on the Lauren Hill thing. So I don't know how Lauren Hill got jumped in with uh, GNR, but yeah, that's part of the gimmick. Uh huh. You know, if you if you go to if you buy, you know, if you go to any Guns N' Roses concert, it's you want it. Yeah, if it shows up on time, you're not going to get a good show. I don't it, think it's it's not the same. You know, you want <laughs> you want him to be late because you want that full GNR experience. Yeah, and you want to be able to like uh, have war stories with your buddies. Oh, you waited an hour. That's all you waited. And be lucky, at least you have a phone to get on oh, to right. kill time in an hour. Back in 89 or whatever year you saw them, when you didn't have a phone, you had to, do, it's crazy, you had to talk to people. Gross. You you had to actually entertain yourself nope. for as long as it took Axl Rose to get up on stage. Uh, so, all right, well, there you go, Kara. Congratulations. I'm glad everything worked out for you there at Aftershock. Sexiest accent, there's a new poll, ranked various accents on different categories, sexy, least sexy, confident, so on and so forth. The sexiest accent, uh, according to this poll, is Australian. Oh. Australian. That's a set. And now, again, I said this before break. This is, I think, more for women. Guys don't really care so much about the accent for women, I would think, right? I mean, it's interesting to hear one, but I think an accent, I think an accent would get old on a woman, wouldn't it? Like the old? novelty runs out. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. No, like, is that trashy of me to say? Get old. Not for me. I might. It might be different for men, but for women, they never get old. We want to hear it all the time, and it makes us feel some kind of way in our nether regions. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm just. It does. For women, it's different for than with guys. Yes, and for me, it's British. A British accent does it every time. I almost went poor because uh, I encountered a London, a guy from London, and he started talking to me, and we started talking on the phone, and. I was getting ready to start sending him stuff. Like it was a lot. It was a deal. Just because he had a good accent. Because he had an accent, he had wooed me in. And what happened afterwards? He was a scammer. He, 
not a scammer, but he was broke. He was like really broke and he was trying to get to the U.S. One of those type of things and I almost fell for it. He smelled a green card on you. That was a, he did. So yeah, that's a that's a total scam. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, there was this Nigerian prince that I was going to date one time. <laughs> <laughs> and the accent and the email just really got me. The broken English. He's <laughs> not Jason Bailey. I that's great, the accent I don't like. And by the way, I have got great riches for you. As a straight guy, I was willing to go gay because he had so much money. <laughs> All I need is your bank account. And he promised me he was just going to deposit it. It was so sweet. And then oh you will gosh. give me a portion, and I will let you keep some. I mean, uh, you got all stringing me a one. I got all stringing. Oh, uh, not really. It's it's just something you got to do for the community, mate. It's like you look after your mates, and your mates will always look after you. Yeah, it's a lot of mates. Mm-hmm. Lot yeah, of... I don't really. The Australian accent doesn't do it for me. Though. Every time I run into a guy that's got an Australian accent, I am that douchebag that likes the next thing I'm going to say out of my mouth is going to have a tinge of like a bad Australian accent. I don't even mean to do it. It's Americans have a tendency when they're around people with accents to, for some reason, try to. I hate it. Use the. It's like the white guy that tries to talk (laughs) Nelson. You know what I mean? Well, some of us try and then others do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Nelson tries. (laughs) Now, the accent we find least sexy, uh, according to this poll, totally disagree with this one, is this one, A6. Long Island people like to drink coffee, shop at the mall, walk their dog, and swim in the water. I love the New York accent. No, that, love that, it. that love dog it. and coffee. Like that drives me nuts. Love it. Love the New York. I love coffee. North the northeastern accent, uh-huh. and it's not just because I'm from Maryland, but I it, it's 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 don't mess with me. Uh huh. It's yep. It's here's what it's very honest. Here's what it is. I'm gonna tell you, and I don't care. What you have to say. <laughs> love, love. You know, and it's funny, this when they talk about these different Ashton, uh, accents, they say Australian. You know, there's different ones we'll get to here in a minute, but uh, they don't say American. It's always a nope. place in America. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, people in other countries, do they, they do say you must be from America. They don't say yeah. you're from New York. They don't say you're from Georgia. They don't say you're from California. They say you're from America. They say America. So it's all together would be an American accent. So I don't know why mm-hmm. they didn't put American I guess maybe for us, if we're talking about this in the States. Well, and even this is like, yeah, it's coming. I think this is coming from a a U.S. publication. So, like, there are different, like, British accents. There's a Cockney accent. There's an upper uh, class accent. There's a, like, call that a posh accent. So they have within their borders, like we do, a New York, a Southern drawl, a Midwest accent, uh, a whatever. I don't think I I like that. I would rather just be lumped into... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm taking offense to it. Like, I don't like this poll at all. I'm a very patriotic person, and I love my country. And there are certain things that I just will not stand for. Uh, all right, well, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back, and we'll finish some of these. The most confident accent will be next. Again, to my point. I'm sure that's Southern. Most confident. You think so? Mm-hmm. You know, the most annoying, smartest-sounding most romantic, most seductive, Ooh. most beautiful. I can't believe he got roped in by the British dude. I did. I You're smarter than that. I didn't. I didn't fall for it, but I was close. You started. I was close. I was in there. I was having these conversations. I was being wooed. It was happening. I hate it to bre- was happening. I hate to break the news to you, Nikki, but what? if you got to that point, you fell for it. No, because I didn't send anything. But I would have fell for it if up. I sent it. But you thought about it. I did think about it. So you fell for it. But I didn't do it. If I didn't do it, I didn't fall for it. You, technically, you fell for it. 
Because, like, you're still talking about it. You're still upset about it. I'm not upset. I, I just shared my experience with you. You see in your eyes. No, you <laughs> You want your London bow. <laughs> I do want one. You want a London guy? You want one. Yeah. Get one homemade, man. Get a States guy. Yeah. Come on. What's wrong with he America? doesn't have a British accent. You don't want a British we accent. We can fake it. Yes, I do. Nah, you want you want a New Yorker. No, nah, I definitely don't want that. Oh, that's good no, stuff. No, thank you. Get a Midwestern guy. If I meet a guy from New oh. York, I instantly go in the opposite direction. What? I that's don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You're such a statist. Whatever you want to call me, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Statist. Is that a word? It you is now. It, <laughs> it is now. <laughs> let, let's let Nikki decide. <laughs> <laughs> it's made up if I got to decide. Yeah. <laughs> it's a... Uh, God, I keep forgetting what she says. It's, it's a, a catch twenty twenty. It's a catch twenty twenty. <laughs> it's a catch twenty twenty. Because I want to say it properly, but I forget how to screw uh-uh. it up. Nope. All right, if there's an accent that uh, either turns you on, you like it, you dislike it, drives you insane. Uh, people say that I have an accent, and I I don't know what it is. You know, I guess it's uh, originally that Maryland sloppy talk because they say wash. But you don't yeah, say that all the time. Hello, orange. Really, like, water. I don't say water, but I sometimes say water. Baltimore. Yeah. You Washington, say Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. Well, that's how you're supposed to say it. I think that if you're from a certain place and you've lived there for a period of time and there's a way to say it if you lived there, uh-huh. then you should continue to say it that way no matter how people judge you. Don't Agreed. Apo- don't apologize for being you. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of places here in California if you're born and raised and you're native that you say it a certain way. Like, I mean, when we first got here, just like, you've got to say it this way. You, uh-huh. Well, no, I don't. I just got here. Let me get let me get the lay of the land, and, right. then I, and then I'll say it the way that everybody else is saying it. But for right now, I'm going to say it the way that it's spelled. Like dropping the hard T at the end of Sacramento? Yeah, it was like you had to take a class. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Everybody was so excited to teach me how wrong I was. Uh-huh. I was like, back off. Uh, 916-909-0985. We'll continue this conversation here in a minute. Hang on. Sexiest, funniest... Smartest sounding accents. We got them all. <clears throat> Nikki D was jobbed by a dude at a British accent. Almost. Say almost. Because then people are going to believe you. They should. I wouldn't right. have said it. You no, did. Almost. I didn't go through with it. So I almost got jobbed. But that's where you're not understanding where I'm coming from. You did fall for it. What you're saying is you didn't fall for giving him money. Right. But you still fell for it. I fell for his accent. Yes. Okay. I'll give you that. Well, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Listen, focus. No, you attention. said jobbed. Though. You did. You got jobbed. Mm-hmm. That's, again, that's, that's a term. You got jobbed. You got taken. You got got. Mm-hmm. Did you not? A little bit. <laughs> Why do I waste my time even having this conversation? <laughs> I don't know. She will not give it to you. <laughs> like talking to the dumbest kid in preschool sometimes. <laughs> Jesus. Not understanding what I'm saying. Whatever happened to him? Um, I mean, he's still around. I don't talk to him anymore. I see him here and there online, but I don't really know. So you're still connected with him? I'm not connected. I just see him around. Gosh. See him like, like at the bar? Because the he's a here? part of the community. I'm a streamer, so I'm a part oh. of a community with people that I see often. Whether I interact with them or not, I still see them around. So it's on the Meat Flap app. Gotcha. I'm thinking it was on Facebook. But how did it end? That's what my question was. Like, how Did you finally say, look, I don't believe you. It's done. No, I'm a ghoster. I just stopped. You just talking, stopped talking, responding, all of that. So you got to be honest. See, that's why it still it still bothers you. You got to say, look, dude, I got, I I know what you're doing. It's not happening. 
I feel like some things you don't have to tell people. Like, you know that you're broke. You know that you was trying to low-key scam me. So I don't have to tell you that. You know that. I do not sign up for that. I think you need to tell people things sometimes because they forget. Look, I know (laughs) that you lie. You need to know that you lie. I know that you know that I know that you lie. Mm -hmm. So stop lying. Sometimes I do that, and I'm I don't get any satisfaction at the end because oh, love it. people don't get it. Love so it's it. Like mm, love it. Stop wasting. Sometimes people need to be reminded. Mm-hmm. I like to call myself the human alarm clock. Just you to call yourself a lot of things. I know. Got a lot of nicknames. A lot <laughs> of IP. Common sense. A lot of IP. The most confident. We already said the sexiest is Australian. Least sexy is New York, uh, according to this poll. Uh, the most confident accent is this A seven. Is my downstairs? But if, if that word was followed by a vowel, you'd have to add an R. So you'd say, is my upstairs? That's Boston. Wicked. Oh. Potty. Wicked potty. Yeah. Wicked potties. I don't like that accent either. That's confidence. I, there's definite confidence behind a Bostonian accent. Well, there's confidence in a Northeastern accent. Mm-hmm. That's why That's why I said earlier, that's why I like them so much, is because they, they, they say what they say, and then they're done. Yeah, they're no bull. And the, co- the, the, the conversations are short. Mm-hmm. It's to the point. It's this is what I need. You work from some. You work for somebody that's from the Northeast. They're not going to sit there and they're not going to baby you. They're not going to look. I'm afraid that we're going to have to trigger this person's feelings. So <laughs> let's just t- like you get nowhere. No, they're rude though. Like it's a it's borderline with being confident and being rude. They are rude. But that that's perception, you know, and perception is not reality in this case because people think rude is truthful. And direct. And to and that was my next thing I was say, and to the point. Mm-hmm. Like if you're to the point, I mean that's why I get beat up all the time. Jason, it's the way that you communicate. It's the way that you say things. Well, no, it's not me. I'm not the problem. You are the problem. The problem is is people aren't direct enough because they're afraid to hurt people's feelings. It has nothing to do with being direct. Most of the time it's not about what you say, it's how you say it. You can say the same thing to somebody and be direct and not be rude. That's such a Hallmark card. Like no, it's so it's cliche. It's how you say it. So, how else are you supposed to say the truth? Like you like you softer. you say, say it softer for be, God's sake. Because of because of because of someone's wimpy feelings. I have to say something softer. See, people say that, but let me tell you something. Oftentimes, people that give all that rah, 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 when you get that same energy back, people do mm. not like it. So people are like, oh, it's not rude. I'm just being direct. Well, let me be direct with you. Then guess what? I'm going to be the bad guy when I'm giving you back the same thing you give me. So you do have to be mindful of how you say things to people. Yeah, and I, you know what I'd say to that? Yes, please. Please tell it to me straight. Okay. Please tell it to me honestly. When you say people, nobody believes that. You're, oh, nobody well, wants that for real. Well, you say nobody, but they you, don't. You you can't say everybody because I don't. I know many people that that want to be told straight up. Look, don't do that. Don't put your hand on the burner. Versus, you know what? Let's talk about what heat does and what could possibly happen. You know, those are the two different things. Okay. It's just, you know, maybe it's a generation thing. I don't know. But it's, 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 uh, you know, it's nothing gets done and you're, and then you end up lying. Like the people that take too long, like they take an hour and a half to get five steps. They end up lying to people mm-hmm. because they don't want to hurt their feelings. And it doesn't make any sense. Uh, the smartest sounding accent is going, did we do this one yet? No, we have not done the smartest. The British, go to British. Have we done British? You got British? We have nope. not done British accent. And that's what I do. I make great TV. I provide you with entertainment. 
Um, it doesn't sound very and smart. And I kind of explain it to people. It's like Paul O'Grady and Lily Savage. I think this. You is what... know, it's 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 how I make my money. Yeah. I think this is what you're talking about with the different dialect. Uh huh. Right. So there's there's a because I agree the British without a doubt smartest sound. Uh huh. You without a doubt if you hear somebody with a British accent, you automatically think they're smart, and when you find out they're not, you're extremely disappointed. Yeah, it is disappointing. Yep. But that accent... That one wasn't... That one it, was it? No, you're looking for the posh. Uh-huh, up here. Yeah, like, welcome to my... Oh. Humble abode. Upper crust. Yes. Upper crust. Literally. 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 Right. Literally. Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I, would, I would like to explain to you... I'm having fits, literally. ...that this tea was sent to me... <laughs> From from the queen herself. Mm-hmm. And this is a very expensive set of china. Oh, now you're getting extra. Now you're getting queen's accent. <laughs> and the wave. Uh-huh. Yes. The wave. The pivot wave. The most romantic, most seductive, most beautiful overall accent, according to this poll these people did, is uh, this, A5. A lot of you have been asking us on Instagram and on YouTube to talk about the different French accents. Because I don't think you get to hear them quite often. French. French. I can see that. I can see being wooed by French. That's very cliche, though. Wooed by French. I can see being wooed by French accent. Okay. That sentence didn't feel right. Yeah. It's very, very cliche, though, right? Because French is... is the language of love. The language of love. Language of love. To me, I think Spanish is really the language of love. Because when you hear somebody, like, speaking in a Spanish accent and then going in and out of Spanish and English, it's like... For on a woman, the Spanish accent is the sexiest accent. I uh, I think it's sexy. I'm not going to say the sexiest because I'm married and my wife is listening. Fair. That's fair. But, yes. And Spanish is not even on this. You know what they call Latino. that. Neither. It doesn't sound like the Southern mm-hmm. accent is on this list either. What in the world? Oh. It's a cash 2020. Well, that's sexy. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it is. It's, it's nothing like when people talk to you and they don't know what they're saying. <laughs> 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 the funniest accent is uh, is this one, A9, they say. Before beach bodies, bros better bundle up in boots, blankets, and balaclavas because a bloody bitter breeze will blow brisk, blustery, and bleak. Careful. Correct Can- and common to cocoon. Canadian, mm-hmm. of course. Oh, Canadian. Okay, I didn't catch mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Canadian, without a doubt. Was that a boot? Was that a You know, they missed out on, uh, like, Russian or Bosnian. Yeah, where is that? You know, the Bushki Bushki? Well, because they didn't have most aggressive accent. Mm-hmm. Well, I think women that speak Russian, you know, that have the Russian accent. They the, do sound sexy. Extremely sexy. For sure, the women do. Not the men, but the women, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. men sound angry. Yes. Middle Eastern men, angry. Yes. Right? Don't even want to be around y'all. Right. Because when y'all talk, start talking in tongues. Why so man? Scare me. You know, really scary. But women, so sexy, so sexy. It does. Russian, it well. all that stuff. Like yeah, Mila- all the very aggressive languages sound really good coming out of a woman's mouth. Mila Kunis, mm-hmm. Mila Kunis, when she starts, you know, like when she gets gets going, uh-huh. she gets that. Uh, she's from where? Bo- where, where is she from? Bosnia, Czechoslovakia, something like that. Something like that. I'm yeah. not sure exactly. Very, where. very, very attractive. But the most attractive of all is Nikki D. Not so much the accent. Which is speaking. The content. It's a catch 2020. No, it's my accent. Thank it's, you very much. You don't People have an accent. It. People say I have a southern accent. Absolutely. They do, but you don't. You don't think I have one? Nope. Nope. Dang. And, and most of the time when people tell you you have an accent, the people around you don't hear it. It's only the I people. I never hear it myself, but people always say I have and, an accent. And then when you say where you're from, where you're from mm-hmm. or where you just moved from, then you automatically have an accent. 
Oh, you think that's why they say, oh, you're from Atlanta? Oh, you have an accent. Right, especially out here, you go, I, mm-hmm. I just moved cross-country. Why? Oh, yeah, I can hear it in the accent. Yeah. No, no you couldn't. Not no, you five could. minutes ago, you couldn't. <laughs> Not even happening. All right, uh, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why people are buzzing about a new Vegas attraction and who is making big bucks on TikTok Shop. All right, get you those two big stories from today. You got to get learned. Your second round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. Congratulations to uh, Tupir Andrew Sparks. Just had a baby last night. Congratulations. Just posted pictures of the little guy on the BS Tupir Facebook group, a private group that we have. If you'd like to join, you just have to search for it. Uh, second round of headlines. Thanks to good guys, heating and air. 530 Good Air. That is 530 Good Air. Nikki D. Vegas has a new attraction, but people had to find something wrong with it. H3. Right off the Vegas Strip is the future of entertainment in a way only science fiction could predict. Some calling it eye-catching. To others, it's out of this world. There's a new $2 billion sphere at the Venetian Resort in Las Vegas, and this thing looks phenomenal. Now, it just opened up on the 29th of September, so it wasn't open when I was there. I wish it was. But on the outside of it, they can change it to all these different things. On the inside, they can hold concerts. They have, like, this uh, sci-fi experience where robots come up and talk to you. But, of course, people have to complain about something because this thing is great. And the one thing they're complaining about is how much drinks cost in there for a specialty cocktail is $30, $20 for a margarita, and $18, $19 for beers. That's Vegas. I mean, right. That's what I'm saying. Vegas I, is actually, expensive. Actually, I've paid more for a drink in Vegas, so that's not – I mean, it's ridiculous, yes, but it's not the worst that I've seen. Yeah, well. So, it's not, I mean, you're, you're. I don't know how much it is to get in. I mean, I'll be in Vegas this weekend. Uh, I won't have time to go to that. I don't even know the procedure to get in and if you can get in and how far out it's booked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you two opened it up the other week. Which that looked phenomenal, right? Yeah, just looking at the outside of it, I'm like, oh. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that. You know, if you know they, they I don't think they've done this yet, but I want to see the Death Star. Yes, I think that would be kind of neat. Um, and how much would they charge somebody to advertise on it? Like last night, the game was in Vegas, uh, where the Raiders beat Green Bay, and you know you saw the sphere. They, mm-hmm. you know, every city has got the. You know, news, the, the Goodyear blimp hones in on something from every city. Right. In Vegas, it's kind of difficult because you've got all the lights, and it's usually really just the strip. But now they've got the sphere. The sphere is the f- focal point of Vegas. Right. You know, so, you know, will they advertise? Will they put the NFL logo? Will they put the Raiders logo? Oh, if yeah. uh, AT&T wants to spend the money, how much would it be? Would they run an AT&T ad on it? If something, you know... If you want to be patriotic, can you turn it into the red, white, and blue? Mm-hmm. So to go inside of this thing, you just who have runs to- it, right? And who changes yeah, who it? Who does? Is who's, it in, the- who's the guy that makes the call for all that stuff? Is it the city of Vegas? I'm not sure. I think the guy who put everything up and owned it, that's who they were interviewing. But you can go inside of it. You just have to go online and buy the tickets. And they're, they're called it the Sphere Experience. And it starts at $169 oh to get in. Oh, my God. Is, is this the first you've heard about it? Yeah. Oh. I've <laughs> never heard about this Because like, this has been a thing for about a year now. Well, it just opened. Like I understand. I hadn't heard like anything about it. it. No, going inside of oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you'd heard of the sphere before. No. <laughs> never. Oh, okay. I never I heard of it. You. I didn't see it or anything until I researched it last night and saw all the stuff, and it was cool. Yeah, it's it's been a thing for a minute, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Sorry, I'm it, late to the party, but yeah. I like it. It's it, Well, it's good that I you like go. it. She's in. Did, uh, you know yeah. what? The next story is really going to be good. I'm just going to give you a little tease, <laughs> but this is going to blow you away. We landed on the moon. No. We did. And oh she's God. got all the details here. Go ahead. Second story. Like space stuff. Yeah, here we go. TikTok has another way you can make big books. Oh, H4. I've been playing around with TikTok shop for about a week, and I'm really encouraged. And I think it has a lot of potential. So this is really breaking news. Mm-hmm. Toyota has just developed this Camry. <laughs> and Nikki's got all the details Cam on how, how you can purchase one of these things. It's a the, cash 2020. The technology is amazing. They now allow you to play CDs <laughs> in your automobile. Oh, my God. Everybody doesn't know about this fear. I guarantee you somebody that's listening this morning was like, wow, that's so cool. I haven't heard about that. No, I, and I, that's why we're talking about all the, 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 yeah. the, the newest things. Oh, the latest breaking news. <laughs> the Camry and the moon. Please. Oh, my God. The TikTok shop is now breaking news because teens are making uh, obscene amounts of money on TikTok shop. And the reason why it's an issue is because they're not supposed to be on there. And they're not able to sell anything if you are under the age of 18. Now, TikTok is saying they are just rolling this out to the U.S. and they're trying to evolve and come up with safeguards to get the kids off. But these kids are making bank between classes. The rest of the story is TikTok now has competition. Talk about MySpace. And how it's new oh social media God. that's coming out. I'm like, what competition? And your friend Tom, I'm an angel fire. Angel fire. Come on. Whatever. The next time I go to Vegas, I am going to make sure I go to this sphere. I want to go inside. I want to see the robots. I want to see all the stuff. So yeah. you can laugh at me. Ha, ha, ha. But this is great. Yeah. This... And I'm going to go see it. Mm-hmm. That's that. Mm-hmm. Look at this robot. Yeah. Ooh. It looks so cool. And now you want to tell the people you can actually travel there via plane thanks to the brothers. <laughs> that were right. The right brothers. Yeah. It's this new thing, aeroplane. I mean, oh, I, I really do hope God. you guys come to this show for latest and breaking news. <laughs> where else are you going to go? Because we get real excited about stuff on this program. <laughs> I got to tell you. This <laughs> is the largest holographic display. <laughs> hey, Ray, you want to uh, play Order Up, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, can you hang on for a couple minutes? Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, then I need another player. <laughs> okay. Ray sounds excited. He's just yeah. he's sitting there researching the sphere. He he shot out of a cannon. Yeah. Uh, we've got tickets for Daltrey and Scott Stapp of Creed, of course, January nineteenth. They'll be at the venue Thunder Valley. So we'll play uh, Order Up, where we'll give you a piece of audio. Within that audio, three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. I'll give you the category. You with the help from Nikki D, have to order him up oldest to newest. Looks like we've already got Ray. He's an early bird getting the worm, so we need some competition for Ray. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Start lining up, and we'll do order up here next. Hang on. Is there like a stash of potato chips around here or something? Why? Why? Don't you have like two or three bags over there? I just saw Kyle walk in with two or three bags. Like yeah, free- we brought them from home. We didn't stash them. I'll eat a lot of potato chips. I haven't were... had any potato chips. I was hoping there was a stash. Well, that's what I was asking. I was like, you know, baby man, me potato chip. Baby man, need crunchy. I I'll give you some. These are poppers, so these are um, the healthy alternative. Not for when chips. you eat eight bags of them. I didn't eat eight bags. <laughs> it's so cold. It's <laughs> nosy. That's yes. problem. So cold. Now there are bags all over this business. The, the table. My business. Tripped over a bag. <laughs> Can't get to my phone because there's bags on my. phone. <laughs> He's got chips everywhere. Pick up your chips. Uh, Daughtry and Scott Stapp will be at Thunder Valley, the venue at Thunder Valley, January 19th. 
Uh, that's a great ticket. Daughtry, uh, most of you probably saw him at uh, Aftershock. We uh, had him in studio. Well, not in the show, but we had him at the radio station yesterday. Great guy. Great ticket. Uh, we'll do a round of order up. Let me explain the rules here. Ray, hang on. I got your competition. It's Joanne in Grass Valley. How are you, Joanne? I'm good. How are you? Good. All right. Let me explain the rules, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm going to play you a piece of audio. Within that audio, you got three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. You, with the help from Nikki D, have to order them up, oldest to newest. All right. You have about 30 seconds or so. I will give you the category to help you out. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, your competition gets to steal. Do we both understand the rules? Yep. Yep. All right, Ray, you understand uh, the rules? Understood. Okay. Understood. Uh, understood. Understood. Hmm. All right, Ray, you're up first. Uh, it is soundtrack songs. Okay. Soundtrack songs is the category. Here we go. A1. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. You can try to resist, try oh. to hide from my kids, but you know, but you know that you can't fight the moon. I see. For the party to get naughty, get my rocks on, eat popcorn, watch you move your body to the pop song that I'm singing, ding a ringing. There is no way she's going to get that one. Uh, all right, soundtrack <laughs> songs, order them up, right, Nikki? All right, right. A was Gangster's Paradise from Dangerous Minds. Um, B was, I think, Britney Spears. Did you know B? Was that, wasn't that Britney Spears? We're, we're going to do it like you, Nikki D. We're not going to know anything, but still get it right. Oh, okay, then, Ray. Oh, my um, God. And then <laughs> C was Humpty Digital Underground. And I know it's probably from that old school movie that me and Nelson saw that time we went out. But I don't remember what the movie is. So, all right, let's just. I've got CBA. CBA. Ooh. Digital Underground. Brit- no, I think Brittany the newest. I think it's C-A-B. Ooh. I think it's Digital Underground being the oldest, then Gangsta's uh. Paradise. And Britney being the newest. I think it's Cap. Ooh. But whatever you want to do. Right? Right. What did what did I what did I say? CBA? You yeah. said CBA. Uh, I meant C A B. You meant C A B. You want to <laughs> lock that in? Lock it in. That's correct. Let's go. C, same song, nothing but trouble, 1991. <laughs> did it right there in front of. We don't of, know anything. Yeah, they they did it right there in front of the honorary judge. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Dan Aykroyd pulls his nose off uh, later on in the movie. Hey, Gangsta's Paradise, Dangerous Minds, 95, and then Can't Fight the Moonlight, Leanne Rimes. Right. Leanne Rhymes. Yeah. Coyote Ugly, 2000. Dang. Because the main girl, like the main girl wants to be a songwriter, and technically she writes the song that Piper. Leanne Rhymes then sings. How do you know her name? Piper Peeblo or something. <laughs> because she, she has that movie. <laughs> well, she's also in Yellowstone now too. Oh, really? She's the uh, environmental chick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ray, you got a point. Joanne, here we go. The next one. The category is chick flicks. Hmm, okay. All right, okay. chick flicks. You both are chicks. So here are some flicks. B1. Hey. On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. It's October 3rd. Two weeks later, we spoke again. It's raining. Yeah. But I wanted things to move faster. B. Nobody puts baby in a corner. 
Sorry about the disruption, folks, but I always do the last dance of the season. This year, somebody told me not to. So I'm going to do my kind of dancing with a great partner. And wouldn't somebody who's had, say, 30 perms before in their life be well aware of this rule? And if, in fact, you weren't washing your hair, as I suspect you weren't because your curls are still intact, wouldn't you have heard the gunshot? By the way, side note, these might be chick flicks, but they are guy-friendly. Uh-huh. I'm a fan of all three. Yeah, right. Right, so don't don't be embarrassed, fellas. You're a fan mm-hmm. of all three? All right, here we go. Order them up, uh, Joanne, Nikki. All right, Joanne. I'm not sure about A. I, I put Clueless. I think it might be Clueless. Did you know what A was? No, I don't. No? All right. Well, we're going to go with Clueless because I think that's what it is. And then B, I know for a fact, is Dirty Dancing. And I'm uh-huh. pretty sure C is Legally Blonde. Oh, okay. Because okay, I, I know L. Be- I know her. I know L. All right. So I think Dirty Dancing is the oldest, B. Uh-huh. Then Clueless, A. And then Legally Blonde, C. So I would say B-A-C. B-A-C or C-A-B? I, I say B-A-C. Yeah. 30 dancing being the oldest. That's good. That's true. Okay. Yeah. 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 What are you saying? That's BAC. 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 Well done. We're right? Nope. <laughs> BAC off the table. Ray for the steal. ABC. ABC. It's definitely not ABC because Dirty Dancing, I know for a fact, is the oldest movie out of these chick flicks. Dirty Dancing came out back in like the 70s or the 80s. Ancient. So then we gotta flip it. So let's just do B C A. What whatever you want to do, right? <laughs> just what what do you what would you like to do, right? What is it, right? I got no clue what they are. Just do what you want, Nikki D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give you my suggestion. Well, the funny thing is, right, is she's trying to tell you, but you're like arguing, <laughs> and then you finish up with, I don't care. Just do whatever you want to do. It's like you guys are in a relationship and you just have given up. It's already over. QRS. Yeah. yeah. XYZ. Just do it. 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 Just somebody. It's got to be ABC. That's the thing. Don't think. Just do it. All right. What do you want to go with? Okay. I would like to go with BCA. BCA. Ray, you locking that in? Lock it in. That's right. Oh, my God. That's right. Dirty Dancing 87, Legally Blonde 2001, Mean Girls, Regina George 2004. Ray, the board is yours. Joanne, you got to get back in here, so pay attention. You might not get this one. Celebrity Marriages is the category. Celebrity Marriages. Here we go. C1. A. So just so we're clear here, this is the music would be who they were married or are married to mm-hmm. and when they got married. And the first clip with Beat It, I'm sure you know the artist, just don't get it twisted. That is not Rihanna and Chris Brown. Not what we're looking for. Yeah, I was not confused about that. Thank you very much. I did not see him. Oh, me either. All right. Ray, we know that A is Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Okay, he was married to Lisa. And then B, do you know what B was, Ray? 
Kid Rock. Oh, that's Kid Rock. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Who, who he married to? Kid Rock married? He married him. Whoa, 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 whoa. We talking about celebrity I marriages. He, I, was, I, was, I was thinking he married himself. That's Dennis Rodman. No, the song was about Northern Lights. Who sing that song? Yeah, that was that was Kid Rock. That was, Kid Rock? was on B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't know who Kid Rock married to. All right. So then C is Will Smith. He married to Jada Pinkett. So you ever notice when she doesn't know, she shortens the words. <laughs> like she trails off at the end and shortens the words. Kid Rock. Who's he? Who's me? Who's made it? Who's made it? It's like a, a, a air push. It's not actual words. It's okay. <laughs> All right, so I would say ABC. Nice. Ray? Ray? That's what I was going to say. I had, I had ACB. Ooh, even nicer. Uh, well. Three, two. No, Will Smith came before Kid Rock. Yeah, get with you. All right. ABC? ABC? ABC. Locking that in? Yep. That's incorrect. Oh. For the okay. steal, Joanne? Hi, I think it's ACB. ACB. ACB, yep. Who is B, Joanne? Do you know? Is it Kid Rock? Oh, I think it was Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock, okay. Well, ACB. <laughs> the Kid Rock. She actually said it. Yeah. She was walking over a little bit. But. All right, ACB, locking that in. That is correct. Woohoo! Right. No. Michael Jackson, Lisa Marie Presley, 1994. That's A. Will Smith, Jada Pinkett, 97. C. And then Kid Rock and Pamela Anderson. Of course, everybody in the world knows that, except for one. Uh, 2006. There we go. Pamela Joanne. Anderson. Oh, I think about Tommy Lee. Uh, Kid Rock, not married to Tommy Lee. Dang. All right, Joanne, the board is yours. The category, you got to get this in order to stay in the game. Let's move this along. Cartoons. Got it. Cartoons. Here we go. D1. A. Like My favorite. A double, triple, decker, sardine, and marshmallow fudge sandwich. Open the mouth between the gums. Look out, stomach. Here it comes. B. Me. Oh boy, this clown is a real hot dogger. Why do you waste your time reading this junk? It's not junk, Fred. Scientists are working on these things right now. I'm assuming the debut of each of these cartoons that is what correct. we're looking for. Oldest to newest cartoons in order for Joanne to stay in the game. If not, Ray is going to win. Order them up. All right, Joanne, quickly, because we got this. I know cartoons. A was Scooby-Doo. B was the Jetsons. C was the Flintstones. I think the Flintstones came first. C, then the Jetsons B, and Scooby Doo was the newest A. So I think it's CBA. CBA, Joanne, you want to go with that? Uh, um, well, I think it was yeah, Flintstones, and then and then um, Jetsons, and then Scooby Doo. So yep. CBA. CBA, yep. CBA is what you're saying, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Locking that in. That's correct. Let's That's right. go. Okay, here it is. Quickly, all tied up. Ray, last one. If you get this right, you win. If not, Joanne automatically wins. We are going to do scary movies. Ooh, right scary, up my alley. scary movies. Here we go. E one. A. B. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. 
The, the power of Christ compels you! That's why she always outsmarted the killer in the big chase scene at the end. Only virgins can do that. Don't you know the rules? What rules? There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. All right. For the win or for the loss, order them up. Scary movies. Okay. I think we have uh, A is Jason. Um, B is The Exorcist. And C is Scream. So I think. I I think think A is Halloween. Yeah, that's Jason. No. Um, No, Halloween's. Freaking Michael Myers. I know it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Halloween, I think this not one's, on Friday. I think this so scream, A-B- screams, the, screams the newest. So is uh, B-A-C. B-A-C. Is that what you want to go with? Or is it B-C-A? Yeah. So Exorcist. Yeah. Exorcist older than Halloween. Exorcist is the oldest. Halloween is right. in the middle. B-C-A. B-A-C. Or I'm sorry. B-A-C. Locking that in, Ray, for the win? B-A-C. Yeah. That's correct. That's right. Joanne, hang on. Don't go anywhere. Ray, congratulations. Nicely done. And you got tickets for Daltrey, Scott Staff of Creed, January 19th, venue, Thunder Valley. Everybody else, you can try again tomorrow. We'll have more tickets. I uh, actually have an extra pair of tickets this week. We'll do it. You don't know Daltrey. Uh, ThunderValleyResort.com. You can buy them there. Nikki's looking for partners to go for haunted housing and as we continue to experience our first here in town she was asking i don't know why she asked me this the other day but she's like where's a good haunted house that's like i don't know but let's have a conversation maybe somebody can tell you (laughs) (laughs) so if you do know of the best haunted house in or around sacramento please let us know because both nikki and i are haunted house fans 916-909-0985 give us a minute hang on that's the worst what Doing a radio show, you get a call, you got a leak at your house going from one floor to another. Yeah. You have scary. no idea how to do it. I kind of have an idea on why it's leaking, and now it makes you even more angry. <laughs> why do you think it's leaking? I don't want to say. Oh, okay. I just have a feeling. Mm. Just have a feeling. Just have a feeling. Nothing I can do about it. Nope. Not until I go home. You could panic. Uh, yeah, I could panic. Mm-hmm. I am, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. Just a little bit. Hmm. Got a little side that's, of my, that's, that's interesting. I don't see you as a panic guy. A little side of my heart. A little panic. A little, little panic. Little, little baby guy. A little flutter. See him right there? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Uh Justin in Sack, how are you today? Just uh driving to work. Yeah. Normal normal funness on a what is it, Tuesday. You wouldn't have to be a plumber, would you? No, I'm just kidding. Ah. Uh so uh Nikki wants to know the best haunted house in or around Sacramento. You got any ideas? Um, I, I have a couple, but uh, the Sacramento Scream Park's actually pretty good. Yep. My, uh, my kids go every year. All right. Uh, definitely get your tickets in advance. But for me, I'm kind of more of what a... What is the Scream Park, though? For me. Hold on. You got to back up. When you said I can get you tickets in advance, Nikki wants to jump all over that. Like, what is no, the Scream so Park? I said, get your tickets in advance. It's, there's definitely a line. It's it's a haunted house slash business. It's a... Uh, Okay. It's a screen park, so it's it's you go through I think four or five different rooms, and they follow you, and you just got to do it. Yeah, you just got to do it. He says, okay, "I got you." <laughs> got to do it. You just got to do it, Nikki. Writing this down. <laughs> and, and what? Another one? You got another one? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a type of person. If it's free, it's for me. Sure. So, uh, 
uh, if you want to go that route, I would just go over to Nelson's place. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not a shot at give him. him. Yeah, give him applause. <laughs> give the man an applause. Yeah, you know what? It's funny that he says that. I got home yesterday, and there were eight cop cars in the facility. There were three outside of the facility and a helicopter shouting suspect details down into my apartment complex. So, Justin, just to be clear, I think Nikki and I both were looking for the <laughs> spirit of Halloween, right. not real life. I don't want real death. Yeah, they want the chainsaw to not have a blade on it. Right, exactly. That's funny. All right, thank you, brother. Have a good one. No problem. All right, we'll see it. I couldn't believe it. That's the first time I've ever heard a police helicopter. We're looking for a suspect. 5'11", gray sweatshirt. I don't know how you get any sleep over there. Jesus. That was crazy. Yeah. You you couldn't find anybody the other day. You're you're trying to like nobody wanted to go because they, they Yeah, they I asked a handful of people and I'm surprised. Um, so surprised. Most of them were like, No, I'm scared. Nelson's like, Well, for you I'll go, but I really don't do haunted houses. I'm like, she's I only found one person who was like, Yeah, let's do it. Everybody else was like, Well, why scared. is that not good enough? I said I don't like doing them, but I I get scared by them and I but I would go for you. I, I didn't think- say it's not good enough, but we need a group. It's it's a lot more fun to have a group. I agree. I agree. I don't think it's that he's afraid to go into the haunted house. I don't think it scares him. I just don't think he likes to do that much walking. Oh, screw you. Oh. <laughs> I'm not giving you applause for that. Oh my God. No, I'm not going to. I don't like haunted houses. It's not. It's so not. You're going to really be scared. Yes. It's, it's not the scare. It's the cardio. <laughs> That's what scares him. It's foot pain. Now, if you could get a haunted house, like a one level ranch style home, mm-hmm. that might be a lot better for him. He might do it. You know, the best um, Universal Studios has Halloween Horror Nights, and I'm sure they have it over here as well, right? Mm-hmm. But. Uh, back in the day, day we used to do like these media parties and go. And when I got into this business, it was the coolest thing ever because it was free food. Mm-hmm. You know, they had shrimp like the size of baby dogs. <laughs> you would see people like that are on TV that you know at the time you were just like, and, like wow, they're they I didn't know they were real. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're hanging out with them and you go through it. And I mean, this would be back in Florida, uh, but occasionally, you know, you get a a little cold snap. And there's nothing better. Like, the best time of year, if you're single, I'm not single, but if you're single, the best time of year is October and Halloween and haunted houses, especially if you just started dating someone, Mm -hmm. because that gives the green light to touch each other. Oh, right. You get that, like, PDA going, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm scared. The girl always pretends she's more scared than Mm -hmm. she really is. I would be the girl in this situation. Yeah, that's the only problem. I'm never the girl because haunted houses don't scare me. That's why I'm always in search of a haunted house because I want to be scared, but I never am. So I'm always just walking through. You need to go to that haunted house where the guy gets, like, assault charges. You remember that one that would come up in the news every once in a while? I think he still does. You have to send a waiver. Yeah, but how does a waiver? I've been in radio long enough to to know that a waiver doesn't get you out of anything. How does he keep getting away with that stuff? What is he doing? Hitting people? No, he like buries you up to your neck in like a basement and like subjects you to like actual horror. It's essentially this guy is a serial killer who's found out a legal way to almost kill people. No, he yeah, he's no, uh, no he's he's not. He's he's he just has an extreme haunted. And I don't remember what part of the country it's in. It's in the United States. I thought it was in the South. And uh, I've, I've actually interviewed him before. And he's, he's a normal dude. He just loves Halloween. And he likes scaring people. But you have to sign a waiver because it's so scary. See, that's what I need. I want to be scared. I don't want to be buried in anything. I'm not going to no, do like that. But I want torture. to be scared. But you have to. I'm a, I, I know people like you, you know, that, that, that they say they don't get scared. 
and it's a mindset. So you go in saying, I'm not, you have to kind of play along, right? You have I to, I want to, but you have to, I mean, you, it's almost reverse psyching yourself up, right? You psych yourself out where you're going, I'm going to be scared. I'm going to be just so you can enjoy the scare. You know, no. nothing's going to happen to you. I know. She's too tough. There's no way. I'm just never scared. I really want to be so bad. I'm like, I got to find the right haunted house where I'll really be scared, and it hasn't happened yet. This is why she can't find a man, because she can't find a man who's more alpha than she is. <laughs> like, Possibly. she's full on, you're shaped like woman, but you're full on alpha. <laughs> and I don't shaped understand like it. like a woman. <laughs> you're like that old deodorant, right? Strong enough for a man, but pH balance for a woman. Except Secret. You're you- shaped like a woman, but too strong for a man. If you can't eat the 128 <laughs> ounces with the fat and all, I ain't interested. <laughs> If you haven't walked out of it, if you haven't walked out of that steak place in Texas with a T-shirt, then I'm not interested. Need it, right? I need it. Don't worry, honey. I got this. It's only four of them. I'll take them. (laughs) I'm gonna look up some places and we're gonna go. Yeah, I'll go with you. Okay. Yeah. Rachel, go with you. Okay. Then you got your group. My my daughter. No, you're still going to Nelson. We're all going together. My daughter likes to be scared. My daughter's going. Nelson's going. We're gonna all go together. I can't be scared in front of Maddie. But if we go and we find a place, we got to come back on the air and talk about it because I think we should probably recruit somebody that's like a paramedic if Mm -hmm. Nelson's gonna go, just so he has like (laughs) a defibrillator with him (laughs) from The Walking. You, you, and you can keep your outfit on because it'll be like you're dressed up. Right. And something happens. All right. Uh, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who threatened people on a Santa Monica Pier and what a man found in his KFC. All right. Get you your third, line of, uh, third round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. So the chainsaws uh, during Halloween in the haunted houses, those don't scare you and they, they chase you with the chainsaws? No. no. I want to be scared. I really, really do. But none of that stuff scares me. Is it because you know there's no chain on it? I, maybe because I know he's not really gonna touch me with it, so I'm just like. Okay, yeah, but there's not a there's off. not a haunted house you're gonna go in where they're gonna touch you. Yeah, that's well, actually murder. Well, that's not true. They do have haunted houses like the 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 big one in Atlanta where they have the actors and stuff in it. They touch you in there. Now I will say that I try to be scared in there too, and I wasn't. To I made one of the actors break character because she like did her little woo. And I looked at her, and she was like, God, well, you're tough. Her, she did her little woo. <laughs> I, can see Nikki, I can see Nikki just stopping down the whole line going, let me tell you something. <laughs> All right, third round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air, 530-GOOD-AIR. Again, 530-GOOD-AIR. Go ahead. Ferris wheels typically make people happy. H5. We're told the man climbed up about an hour ago and began making threatening statements. He appears to be in some sort of mental distress. This took place on the Santa Monica Pier yesterday. There was a guy out there who was having a mental health breakdown or something like that, and he climbed up onto the Ferris wheel, and he told them that he had a bomb. So, of course, they had to clear everything out. There were people on the Ferris wheel. They had to stop it, and firefighters had to get them down. Ultimately, the police were able to get this guy down, arrest him, and there were no bombs anywhere on the scene. Yeah, there's a close-up of this guy, and he just he got about— you know, he didn't get all the way. He didn't get to, like, the middle part of the Ferris wheel. He got, no, he just scaled up, like, the side of it. Yeah. It, you you kind of wonder, you know, you see, like, especially with artists when they're up on stage and the crazy fan runs up there. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you, you just wonder how people get that far. Right. You know, if you've got, and I know it's a fair and you've got the carnies, and, I mean, we're not talking about top-of-the-line Secret Service or anything <laughs> like that, but you still, if, you, if anybody, you know, right, anybody, mm-hmm. See somebody scaling. I mean, you would have to 
you know, when I looked at it, because this is no, you know, fair at the mall. I mean, this no, no, a, no. This is a big to-do, right? <laughs> yeah. So you would have to scale the, the, the little metal barrier gate, and I think there were probably like two of them. Then you would have to climb up on the little deck and then start climbing the Ferris wheel, which is not jumping straight up there. So you're trying to tell me that no one, especially the operator, didn't see this guy getting to that point. I was going to say, we are living in a world right now where people are straightforward, focused, blinders, and they're not paying attention. I can see how he slipped up there and people didn't pay attention. And then once they did, it was kind of like, oh, there's a person up there. What do you do? I mean, if you work there, if you're the right operator and you see somebody scaling, do you stop them? And this goes like with the shoplifting stuff. You know, do you just let them go? I mean, I'm I'm very much pro stop them, break their legs, take their knees out, make them pay. No, they're not going to do all that just working at a Ferris wheel. You probably say, hey, get down, or you can't be up there. You would stop the Ferris wheel, and if the person doesn't listen to you, then you have to call the police. You know, it would be great. Is it the guy that's at the dart game? Uh-huh. He grabs some of the darts and, and knocks them off and just throws them yeah, out. Yeah, then he goes to jail. <laughs> <laughs> not then for saving. They got to press charges. Against him because the guy's going to fall down and die. And then they're going to say, oh, you murdered him, throwing darts at him. What I'm saying is, is like, stand mm-hmm. your ground. Did mm-hmm. you did you see the guy get uh, yanked off by the cops? That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, that. They didn't even let him jump down. No. They grabbed him by the back and they just slammed him down to the ground. I was like, that when a boy. When you cause all, all those problems, the police are irritated. Right. I'm just saying. They're irritated at that point. All right, second story. KFC is being exposed by its employees. H6. What do you want the world to know about KFC and Taco Bell? I want the world to know that this is what we do at Mimi Clothes. And what he did was show all how they put the green beans and macaroni back into the containers from out of the styrofoam at KFC. And not that I'm hating on KFC because... Like people I, that, that has been served to people? That was, they had already put in the styrofoam to give to people, but nobody bought it. So at the Mm. end of the night, they put them back in these containers. It looks gross. And this is hitting news because a guy, a 25-year-old, recently went to KFC and found a screw in his box with his fries. Mm. He reached out to KFC, and like they always do initially, they kind of ignore you. And then when it gets on the news, they're like, okay, hey, wait, wait. We take this matter very seriously, and we're investigating. They should put live streaming cams like in the (laughs) kitchens of all these places. Just so they, they'd all shut down. They, well, and ma- right, might get. There is. Uh, Roll the dice. Have you have you seen? So one of the best things at Panera, right, is uh, uh, Panera Bread is uh, is the broccoli and cheese soup. Mm. Oh yeah, in the so bagels. good it's, in a bread bowl. So I don't think they're supposed to do it this way, but I've seen them do it this way. Is that it comes packaged in a large clear bag. Now, you know, that's fine. It's got to be transported. It's got to get there. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. Like, if you've worked in the service industry business, in which we all should at some point in our lives, right? Been there, done that, is the presentation is everything. Right. When you serve food, you plate it. You know, you want to make sure it's plated. It makes it taste better. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Also, you don't sweep. You don't vacuum while you still have customers in the restaurant. No. If you're clearing off a table, so somebody do this the other night, and you've got a rag, you don't sweep it all onto the floor. You put it in a pile and you put right. it in your hand or whatever and you, you throw it away. You definitely don't sweep my feet with your broom. So, the, yeah, the, the soup thing, I saw somebody bring out the soup in this large, clear bag and just dump it in to the, to, oh, no. to the soup gimmick. No, you no. do all of that in the back and, and bring it out. And I, and I was ordering it and I said, you know what? I think I'm going to pass Good. on the soup. Thank Dang. you very much. All right. Well, it's kind of ironic that I just told you that I had this major leak uh, happen in the house, being taken care of as we speak. Still don't know what the problem is. 
My wife is assessing the situation. Oh, God. She's not a plumber, but she's acting like one right now. Uh, I thought this was my biggest problem, and I was very excited for Amazon. Actually, I've been waiting to solve this problem today and tomorrow on Amazon Prime Days mm. because I need to purchase something in order to solve this huge issue at the house, and it is bad, and it makes my wife want to move. Uh-oh. That's how bad it is. I'll tell you what it is here in a minute. Hang on. Hey, thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D, and there's Nelson. Kyle just left to go do his radio program down the hall at ESPN. So today's uh, Amazon Prime Day. Nikki was like, how many of these things do they do? <laughs> right. No, it's I, me. I think they do, what, twice a year? They've started doing twice a year. Like, I don't know if this is the first year that there's been a second one. So uh, I knew they did it in like November. I thought, and then I well, they saw do it this for Christmas, pop, right? I saw this one pop up in the summertime, and now you're saying it's happening right now. I'm see, like, it's only October. Yeah, I think the summertime was the the OG one. There wasn't one, and they do stuff for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, but they made Prime Day as like an answer earlier in the year to the the big deals at Christmas time. Well, I've been waiting for two weeks. And this is how cheap I am, mm-hmm. just so I can buy a BB gun. And let me tell you why. Okay, so I, I guess my wife didn't pack the BB guns when we moved. And I've got a couple of them. And they're Where gr- are they? I was say, where'd they go? I guess they stayed at the house. I've got no idea. Uh, I have no idea where they're at. But so we, now we live in Roseville, and I never thought this would be as much of a problem. I mean, I get it. There's wildlife, seasons change, things happen, blah, 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 blah. So we've got a rat problem. Whoa. And, yeah. And- right. And I and I I didn't did it re- just start. Yeah, it did, and uh, we we got the our pest people out there, and they said it's because the seasons change, so they're trying to find a place to get warm. And I'm like, well, why does why do I feel like? Because I've been talking to my neighbors, they don't have it. I'm going, why do I feel like I'm the only one with this problem in the neighborhood? <laughs> now I don't know if you've ever had a rat problem before, but it makes you feel dirty. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It and it's dirty. Scary. Like we're dirty people that live in a dirty household, which is the farthest thing from the truth. So uh, it started like a month ago when it started to get a little chilly, you know, a little bit, and then it would back off. And I find this dead rat on the side of my house, and he had been there for a minute. And you know it's a rat. It's not a mouse. No, it's a rat. Uh. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I look at it, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, there's, there's you know, it's outside. There's cats. I mean, a cat got it, brought it in, left it for dead. It'd been there for a minute. So, you know, picked it up, threw it away, didn't think anything of it. So the uh, other week, actually, is the night we went and saw WWE SmackDown. We get this call from our daughters at the house in a panic. And our dogs were outside doing their thing. And Grandma Jen Jen is walking around with a dead rat in her mouth. So she finds another one. So we've got to, like, bolt home. Like, wrestling's over. We get home. And you know, and I, I'm the like I like I let my dogs lick me and stuff, and and now oh I, she got rat mouth. I can't I couldn't kiss Grandma Jen Jen for a couple of weeks, and it was a couple <laughs> weeks. It was it was it was very unsettling <laughs> for me. And so uh, and so I'm like, we got to figure out this problem. So I talked to GI Don, our neighbor, older guy, and I said to him, I go like, do you have a, a rat problem? And he goes, Yeah, you know, I do occasionally, and uh, they're all coming from my shed. And I said, Well. Can we do something about this? <laughs> I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm not trying to tell you what to do on your on your property, sir. But you know, let's work together. Let, right. What can I do to help you? 
And I go, what do you mean they're coming from your shed? Which his shed is butted up against my my your gate. My gate. Well, he's breeding them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew this, Jason, but I breed rats. <laughs> uh, so I go, you know, I was like, you know, I was like, Don, what? Uh, what can we do together? Let's work together. How can we fix this problem? I was like, how do you know you got them? He's like, oh, there's, you know, I find them in there. There's droppings and stuff. He's like, you know, I've had them for years. And I've, and I've been trying to solve this rat problem for years, and I just can't fix it. So what I do is I just leave poison in there. I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, I'm not a rat expert or a critter expert, so you know, I've dealt with them, but I haven't dealt with this problem. We've got a tree. There's a tree on his property. There's a tree out front of our house. Now, I do know this. You don't want your trees overhanging your house. Mm-hmm. You get what they call rat roofs mm-hmm. or, or root. Root rat, roof rats. What? You know, where they climb the tree and they jump over to the roof. I've not one time in my 41 and now a half years ever thought of a rat climbing a tree. Yeah, it's a thing. They're called, that's why they're called roof rats. Oh, my God in heaven. Yeah, roof rats. So I was like, you know, we got to we gotta find a tree guy. So I, I call this tree guy way too expensive. I'm like, I'm not, you know, now it's about money. You know, also, my wife's like, I don't care. I don't care what, find another job, uh. sell your truck. <laughs> I will pawn my wedding ring you get those trees clipped. Exactly. You know, I'm like, well, that's not going to solve solve the problem. I and mean, we got to figure out what the problem is. So we get our pest people out and they put a, uh, they explain it to us. They're like, yeah, this is a thing. This is an issue. And in the state of California, which this is kind of neat. This is kind of cool. So they, you know, they, there's a, a law that you have to use a specific type of poison. This poison, you ready? Ready for this? Yeah. This poison is pet friendly. Oh, sh- shut oh, up! My shut gosh. your mouth. For like dogs and domesticated pets. How right? can it be pet friendly? Please well, don't. Rats aren't pets. Please don't ask questions. I'm just telling you what I don't know the answer to your questions. I'm just telling you what I was told. So they're like, this is pet friendly, and they put this box out, and now I'm seeing these boxes everywhere. Like I go to the mall or outside the mall, outside shopping centers. Everybody's got these black boxes. And they've got this pet-friendly poison in it. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Because what was happening is that they found out, this was years ago, that they would put poison out to kill the rats, and then the neighborhood cats or whatever yep. would get to the rats, but if they're eating the rats, they're eating the poison, and then the cats were dying. Yep. That makes sense. They got a Pet-friendly, like domesticated pets, Nelson. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're telling me poison knows the difference between a domesticated <laughs> animal and a not domesticated animal. Is Apparently, the point it does. That's how. That's why they created. it. Do they have an RFID chip? I don't know. Is it activated by a collar? Again, don't I? I I have asked those questions and I have not gotten the like, answers. That sounds like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Pet friendly poison. <laughs> yeah, it's like people friendly bullets. I'm right. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. Don't worry, these bullets only pierce criminals. Yeah. So we got that thing out there. Now I had a critter problem back in Atlanta. I had a critter guy come out there, really good dude, and. You know, he, he critterfied the house. Oh, you get good poison in Atlanta, I bet. Well, so here's the thing is, you know, you critterfy a house, you bring, you know, an expert out, and, you know, there's no crawl spaces here, but we had crawl spaces, so, you know, they'll they'll kind of do boards around the, the door so they can't get in. You know, you've got a lot of the the, vent, the vents, you know, that mm-hmm. come from the outside and the inside. want to make sure that they're secure. You don't want them in your house. You don't want them in your attic. You don't want them in your insulation. So I'm familiar with that aspect of it, so... Uh, I, I bought these, they look like mini bear traps, the, these mm-hmm. black plastic uh, critter traps, yep. mouse traps or whatnot. Now, when these things snap, these things snap. Yeah, that, you're not getting out. It's it's nasty. And it's this little circle in the middle. You put peanut butter or something in yep. there mm-hmm. and, you, and you lay them out and you wait for it. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to double up with this box just to make sure 
if anybody, any more rats are coming from G.I. Don's house, you know, because they're all coming from that side. <laughs> so every day for the past seven days, I've you, caught a rat. You got a rat. Oh, my God. Every day that they've been caught in one of these traps. And so the, the last straw was the other night. We take the dogs out to the backyard. Again, you know, old backyard, zero lot line. That's the thing. And uh, we've got five dogs. And Grandma Jen Jen, now we call her the rat hunter, because we she goes over and she will not leave the couch outside. And so she finds the rat. And so my wife screams, I'm upstairs in the office. She goes, get down here now. Something's under the couch. You know, she's freaking out. So I come down there and she goes, I know there's one underneath. I know there's one. Grandma Jen Jen will not leave it alone. There's a rat underneath. There's, I'm telling you. I go, All right. Well, take the dogs inside. And I was like, let me go get my BB gun. So I'm looking. Around, I can't find my BB. I'm like, like I'm like a superhero without. I'm like Thor without the hammer. Right? I don't, what am I supposed to do? I'm outside. There's plenty of places for this thing to roam. I've got nothing to catch it, kill it, protect myself. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. There could be 80 of them. They jump me. I have no idea. So I go and I get a blower. You know, like, like the leaf blower. Like a leaf blower. Okay. It's the only thing I could find. I mean, what else so am I going to do? Blow it away from you. So we move the couch. Give it a Brazilian blowout. <laughs> He got his rat that? tail comb and his blower, and we're right. really going to tease this thing up, man. It's going to be the best looking rat in the neighborhood. Well, I figured if I can't kill it, I will I will cater to uh, it. Blow it to death. <laughs> so we move, we move the couch out, and there's uh, against the back wall of our house to the floor, there's that little you know area underneath where, you know, so your, your house isn't all the way down, so water goes through. And this damn thing, it's just sitting there looking at me. I could have swore it mouthed, go F yourself. (laughs) And he's just sitting there. And the the damnedest thing about these rats is they're, I know the rats, but they are kind of cute. Uh-huh. You know, and it, like, it's not like a New York City rat. It's a California rat. Yeah, I mean, California a rat, rat is kind of cool. Rat. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean this isn't Master Splinter here. It's like, <laughs> And this dude made a condo, like a really sweet <laughs> nest. And he wasn't moving. Like, he wasn't afraid of me at all. Nope. So I had my wife move the other couch, and he stayed there. And then I walked around to the back of him. And blew it. And I, yeah, I blew the rat. <laughs> you blew him. <laughs> Like I said, I wanted to super serve it. <laughs> so now the rat lives with us. He actually. <laughs> we're, we're very, very close. He's got his own room. You know, I'm starting to go to different bars now, too. <laughs> So, so I turn the blower on and I shoot this rat against uh, like he, he didn't move. I shot the rat. He, you know, and he jumped and I blew it all at the same time. And he just slams up against the fence and he falls down again. I could have swore the damn thing looks back at me and goes, "Go f yourself." Oh. And he goes under the thing to the other neighbor's house. So I said to him, my wife goes, "All right, we we've got to do something." I go, "I don't know what you want me to do. I, I mean, I can't control the rat population in California. I don't know. This is new to us, you know." So I, I don't know what you want to do. She's like, you've got to kill them all. Oh I was like, okay, God. so you want me literally like God. to like put on gear, bug out gear, and uh-huh. go kill every rat in the state. She goes, I don't care what you have to do or remove it. I was like, well, we're not doing that, so <laughs> let me figure something out. I was like, well, where's my BB gun? You should have packed my BB gun. Where's my Red Rider? She goes, I don't know where it's at. So I was like, well, this is a couple days ago. Uh-huh. So I was like, 
can you wait until the 10th and 11th so I can go to Amazon? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Amazon my God. How did you even know it was Amazon Prime Day? Did you get a notification or something? Oh, no, I've been waiting for it. Yeah, I, I knew oh. about this. Yeah, I've been, so I've been like searching for them ever since because I'm going to get a couple of them. I want to put them different places around the outside of the house. So I quick, just grab them and shoot. Quick access. Yeah. I, you know, we had a critter back at the old house and it was in the crawl space, did the same thing, just stared at us. And Rach was in the crawl space because she was shorter, so it was easier for her to get in and out. And uh, I said to, uh, I got it, it was rap. Yeah, it. well, I was going to see, I thought there was more of an intro so yeah. I can play us out on that. And so I go, all right, well, I went into the garage and I got my Red Rider and mm-hmm. one shot, I shot this thing. And I was a pretty decent distance away. Oh, buckwagon cover. And I'll tell you, afterwards, my wife says to me, we've been together for 10 years. And she says to me, Bay, that might be the hottest thing you've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got this, this, you know, CO2 cartridge <laughs> BB gun that I've already put on my list on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it's like a total uh, mimic of a Glock. Uh-huh. You know, just the weight's different, obviously. And I'm going to get a holster. And I'm just going to keep strapped and walk around and shoot rats. And I'm telling you, our sex life is going to be off the charts. Oh, my God. I can cover getting it in. Yeah. So I got to find Tree Guy, and uh, I've got to give me a BB gun. And that's the only thing I can do. There's no, like, just like the flies during the summer, there's nothing to stop it. I don't know what to do. Nobody has an answer for any of this stuff. I got something here on a text machine. Yeah. Pest control tech here. You have to look for an access point for the rats. All it takes is half inch. Yeah, and I appreciate that, but this, this is this is yeah. out <clears throat> this is outside. <clears throat> so the access point is outside. It's right. outside. There's no way to stop. <laughs> it's John's house. Yeah, I, he's what he's saying is like if they're in in your house. In your house. Oh, okay, these aren't okay. in the house yet. God forbid. I hope not. Well, right. If you see house either, you know it's not like roaches, right? Where you see one, that means there's a million more of them. Like if you see one outside, there's not doesn't guarantee there's one inside, right? Or not? That's never been my mentality. If there's one, there's more. You know, like snakes. You find a snake, especially a baby snake. You know, there's a lot more baby snakes somewhere. Oh, dang! And another one says rats don't throw up; they die from dehydration. They don't throw up. Yeah, so I guess that's why they eat the poison and they die, whereas the, the pet will eat the poison and they won't die because they'll throw it up. There you go. Oh. Answer to your question. Thank you. Well, yeah. that that at least makes some kind of sense. Pet-friendly poison. Oh, <laughs> they, did, they didn't give me the throw-up <laughs> right. lesson when they dropped off the box. Every box. <laughs> you guys are going to come over to the Bailey House of Awesomeness. There's going to be like 20 boxes around my house. So you're saying I could eat it because I'll just throw it up. Yeah, that's the bit for tomorrow. <laughs> Please don't. Let's not test the theory. <laughs> what have I got to it's a, did, did did my pest people tell me the truth? Here, eat this, Nelson. <laughs> nope, they lied. Nelson's out of here. All right. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute here. Hang on. I didn't know this, but when a city hosts the Olympics like L.A. will in 2028, the host city then can suggest adding different events. Which is wild. I never heard that either. Yeah, I didn't know that. They have the option of suggesting additions to the standard roster of 28 sports. And there were five new sports. Uh, They expect uh, Los Angeles to have a list of five new sports that they want approved. And the one being at the top of the list is flag football. Oh. For an Olympic sport. I know flag football is 
I know, right? I, I know it's gained popularity, uh, especially in schools, because it allows for all genders to play. and To not, play safely. Yeah, to play and play safe, mm-hmm. safely. Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking flag football because it's actually a lot of fun on an intramural level. Yeah. But what I think is happening with a lot of sports that were once kind of teed up as amateurish, amateurish, uh, you know, in, in, in intramural-esque, you know what I mean? Like stuff that you would just do as a hobby, like disc golf and stuff like that. It's gotten so big. Some of these sports have gotten so big and people are so serious about them that they've now called themselves professionals, you know, and then people smart enough to go, okay, I'm going to start leagues and then you can make money. You know, video games the same way. Yep. You know, video games was just a hobby. Now it's actually a job for people that make, you know, kids that are 16 years old making millions of dollars playing Call of Duty. You know, it's either... I mean, you can buck the system all you want, but, I mean, that's what reality is. Times are changing. You know, times are changing, like it or not. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it, but that's just how it is. What else are they adding? Uh, well, they like to add... Dodgeball. I'd play. You know, you know, they, <laughs> I'd play. I, I think at one year they tried to. Oh, my God. But I agree. I'd, ra- I'd rather see dodgeball versus flag, flag football. At least that seems like a little more skill. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have a movie made about flag football. No, you're right. Uh-huh. What about that thing where you remember the carts that you would sit on and Jim, they had the four little wheels on them and you'd bust your knuckles up because it was just tall enough to, that it would be just off the gym floor and then you'd have to scoot around on them? No. They didn't have that in my school. I've never heard that in my life. Only in Nelson's school. Maybe. What was that Midwest called? thing? Well, no, it's like, you remember, everybody wore their helmets to school, right? We got on the, the little bus, and then we went into the gym. I was going to say, yeah, your school had a lot of helmets. I was about to say. So other sports Los Angeles uh, list include baseball and softball. Those count as one sport. You know, baseball used to be an Olympic sport. You know, if you're a baseball card collector, probably the most famous Olympic baseball card was from 1985, Mark McGuire. Oh, yep. Because that was always the argument of Mark McGuire's rookie card was not the 85 Tops card when he was with uh, the Oakland A's, right? <laughs> it was, was it the Oakland A's? Yeah, the Oakland A's. Yes. Um, it, was, uh, it was his USA baseball card. Did they take it out because baseball's too long? Probably. That's what Probably. <laughs> this thing, you guys didn't have this thing, the super scooter and gym? Yeah, but it wasn't a sport. Like it No, was- but I'm just saying it neither is uh uh whatever flag football for stupid <laughs> Olympic level. <sighs> are you are you gonna breathe for I him? Had to breathe. Thank <laughs> you. I know it's so, not a sport. I'm just saying they'll set up cones and we'll see who can get around the cones fastest from one end of the gym to the other. Yeah. He's your friend. He is. He yeah. is. That's why I'm breathing for him. You get paid by the state. Breathe again. I don't. I should, though. Should <laughs> that not. makes more sense why she that. pays for stuff. So baseball and softball, uh, which were in the Tokyo Games in 2021, not be played next year in Paris. Lacrosse, squash, and cricket, uh, reporting that cricket made an appearance as a single Olympics uh, in Paris in 1900. Crickets, they're saying, very likely to get in. But back to the flag football thing. So flag football, the reason, one of the reasons why Los Angeles, the host city in 2028, is trying to push it is because, and this is what they say in the story, I find this very interesting, they want to bring a distinctly American sport to the Olympic Games, which I applaud them for the idea mm-hmm. of saying, okay, if we're going to host the Olympic Games and the world is involved in the Olympic Games, I we want to add something that screams Red, white, and blue, America through and through. I don't know if flag football's it. No, beer darts. 
Right. Like even like a bar game. Beard arts, yeah. American Shuffleboard. There you go. You know, I mean, I like some. I would actually watch the hell out of that. American Shuffleboard? Yeah, like at the bar shuffleboard game. Oh, my God, that'd be so fun. If I, I've always wanted, I've been this close numerous times of buying one of those for my house. Oh, They're so addicting and so much fun, but you have to have a lot of room. Oh, my God, so much room. It takes up an, an entire wall. So can you think of another sport that screams America if the world were to watch it at the Olympics? I mean, we own football, even though they've gone international. Yeah. They play these stupid games but in other you're not places. Play football, but you're not going to. You're right. You're not. You're not going to have professional athletes like they did with the Dream Team say, "Hey, look, I'm going to take time out of my schedule and possible, possibly get hurt, injured, and not be able to play football ever again." I would say it'd be like an X Games type thing, right? If you're looking for something that's actually a sport. So we already do uh, a lot of X Games type stuff for the Winter Olympics. So it'd be like the, like the and stuff. yeah, it would be like half pipe. It'd be like skateboarding. It would be like rollerblading. You know what I mean? Like extreme rollerblading. Rollerblading that would be American. Because right, because I think that's accessible internationally, but at the same time, it's traditionally uh, an American deal. The yeah. the extreme sports like that. So rollerblading, would you just be a race? I guess. No, I would. You do tricks, wouldn't you? There'd be rails and stuff. Oh, yeah, they so, do all the little. I'm imagining X out, Games ramps. Yeah, but that's not how the Olympics works, though. So you would base it; it would be speed. Okay, so yeah, you know, so it wouldn't be. That would be kind of lame. Yeah, uh, yeah. Others what about not, dirt bikes. Well, others not making the cut. Motorsports, kickboxing, and karate. Well, how's karate's not uniquely karate's American? Not American? No, no, no. These are just other sports. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Japanese sumo wrestling, American sport, not making it. Right now. Yeah, that's a crime. You know, we invented Japanese sumo wrestling. I mean, you think basketball, America, right? That's right, but it has become a world game. Right. You think baseball, but unfortunately, baseball has become so internationalized, I don't even claim it as an American sport anymore. Right. Uh, hockey belongs to Canada. Right. Even though we're good at it. And Russia. And Russia, right? Uh, so... Then you've got yeah, it's football. Like, it's like beer games. It's like beer pong or like cornhole. Like, bring cornhole. If it's not football, which is as American as you can get, yeah. then... I mean, they have curling in the wintertime. That's basically a drunken Canadian invention. You know what I mean? Like Curling? Yeah. You, you would have to go to a bar game. Yeah, a game of skills. It's still a game of skill. Right, like darts. Oh, my God, right? Man. No, I love darts, and I would watch darts. I actually I learned how to play a couple years ago. I haven't played since, but, but I was pretty good in the little what, bit of time I was taught. What would make better TV, darts or flag football? Dang, flag football, though, because it would be more action. Unless you had the dart cam, and you had little cameras on the darts. Oh, my God, that's and, genius. And you had a camera on the bullseye looking at the dart coming at you. That sounds expensive. No, please no. It's not expensive at all. A dart, a, a tiny dart cam. Yeah, you can do okay. that. You go to one oh, of for all the spy cams that they have nowadays. You would think that it'd be really easy. You're not throwing an eight millimeter against the wall, you know, or you're not throwing a ring camera. You just have a little pin cam on there. But it, nonetheless, you'd have one looking outside the bullseye. That would be kind of neat. You know, this cannon. It's really like throwing my aim off. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, flag football, I still think has a very soft kind of vibe to it you know i think people will be more drawn to watching it though because you would see men and women playing it the flag football yeah you would i think you would be make better tv and that's Mm -hmm. another thing you got to take into consideration because they're making their money the broadcast money is where you make your money same with the nfl it's all about broadcast money so what's going to be more entertaining 
for people to watch? Which gets you glued to the television? I mean, to be honest with you, unless they do a good job of hyping up a story, there's not too many sports that I want to watch. Unfortunately, because, you know, you're supposed to watch the Olympics because of being patriotic. Yes. You want to see us crush the rest of the mm-hmm. world. USA. USA. But, USA. But we've got away from that, you know, because you have, you know, you have the, 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 the people like the that chick on the soccer team that, you know, just complains and whines and bitches all the time. And, it, you know, you can't get you can't get in. To the to the, the sp- mood, the mood. But you can't the, be too American. Yeah, right. The spirit of it anymore, unfortunately. So I don't know if flag football is going to bring us all together. But I think if you get something kind of goofy and off the wall, like Nelson was saying, like a bar game, mm-hmm. you know, they should do a bar Olympics. To beer be honest pong. with you, yeah, we should beer, just set it up. Beer pong. Well, here, how about cornhole? That too. That's extremely competitive. Yes, there are leagues. There are people that actually do it for a living. They make money. I don't know if you've ever seen a professional cornhole tournament, dude. These people are serious and they're good. Yes. I watched some of it when we did that story about the the guy who's in it that doesn't have the arms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, he's winning. Yeah. In cornhole. Corn cam. Mm-hmm. Now that would be an easier cam to do. Yeah, to that do. would. Mm-hmm. The corn cam. The corn cam. <laughs> the cornhole cam. Sponsored by Bush Light. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. You do the cornhole cam. Uh-huh. I mean, everybody's watching because it's funny. <laughs> Fourth uh, and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where the latest sport streaking took place and what animal attacked a couple, and it wasn't a bear. Oh, my God. You got to post that video. I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such an amazing. I've been telling everybody about that story. All right. Get you those uh, headlines here in a minute. Hey. Thank you so much. Good guys. Heating and air. Best service, best price guaranteed. If you need to reach them, 530-GOOD-AIR. All right, Nick. Will the streaking tradition ever go away? 8-7. It was a big day in the sports world. The Baltimore Orioles returned to the MLB playoffs, and they welcomed the fans with open arms. They welcomed the fans, and they even welcomed a streaker that jumped out onto the field. He had on nothing but some boxer briefs that said virginity rocks. And when you watch the video, he literally just jumps over the wall and starts to run out on the field. But he got tackled like they were playing football it's awesome video if you haven't seen it i'll put it up on our facebook page as well and then they kind of like hog tied him when they were taking him out of there it was hilarious they should have broke both of his legs (laughs) nobody cares about your stupid mission and what your point of view is like do it the right way like just you know and and then the 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 thing that you would say is well you're talking about it they obviously yeah we're talking about because you're an idiot you know, it doesn't mean I'm going to become a virgin. Mm-mm. Right. You know, it doesn't mean somebody that has not had sex goes, oh, I, I envy that guy so much. Oh, my God. He just did, he, he, you know, block the road again with your message. You know, that doesn't make me want to believe what you have to say. I don't believe what you have to say because you're telling me to be a virgin, but you're running around basically naked. Right, exactly. Get out of here. Yeah. Are you a virgin, sir? Are you? Set up a table outside of Camden Park. You know, it says, ask me if I'm a virgin and have people stop by and go, hey, look, yeah, I'm a virgin. I believe in virginity and this and this and that for whatever reason. You're going to have a better chance of having a conversation. Is there anything you would buy based on a streaker advertising? No, I I despise people that protest the wrong way. Despise it. I don't even care if I agree with it. I actually on purpose will disagree with what I agree with based off of how they did it. Like, I'll stop agreeing with it. 
Mm. Like, I'd become an atheist if somebody did it the wrong way. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't represent Jesus correctly, you're He is risen? Up. That's it? I quit. No. Yeah, so if, if you streak across and talk about he has risen and all that stuff, I'm, I'm worshiping <laughs> Satan from, from now on. <laughs> like, pro, there's a right and a wrong way to protest. There's a right and a wrong way to get your message out there. You know, but this, you know, uh, quasi-shock and hall thing just doesn't work for me. Because when you inconvenience other people, you're not getting them to listen to you. Right. You're getting them pissed off at you. Like, making them hate whatever you stand for even more. Make me two hours late again. We'll see what happens. I want to make you a hood ornament. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, get out of my way. Have a conversation. Get on social media. Do it that way. This guy's an idiot. And, by the way, he wasn't an attractive. Not at all. He looked horrible. Banana hammock wearing streaker guy. Like, he just. He looked, he looked like he came out the heels. He looked sickly. <laughs> all right. This one's good. Go ahead. A hungry, hungry hippo takes a bite out of a safari gore. H H-A- H. She found herself in the mouth of a hippo, considered to be one of the most dangerous and aggressive beasts on the planet. I grabbed between its mouth. I could feel that it was leathery and large. And This is right up my alley. I've, I've said this a million times. I watch so many shows about animals attacking. Hippos are the most dangerous mm-hmm. in Africa. They account for 500 deaths a year. And in the story I'm telling you about right now, these people, this man and this woman, they were out on this safari in Africa trying to, like, film the hippo. Well, I think she was a professional photographer. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to film the hippo, though, like, in their atmosphere, in their element. So they're sitting in a little safari vehicle, filming, taking the pictures, doing all the stuff. And all of a sudden, it charges at them. And the, the guy who's taking them out tries to crank the vehicle up and leave. Couldn't move fast enough. The hippo took a bite right out of the side of the truck, yeah. and now they couldn't leave. They were stuck there until somebody came and rescued them. And, and you, so because they were they were rolling on this, they got it all. They were able to Life. do. They were able to do frames. So they in this video that Nikki will post at listen to the BS on social media. She'll post it up there. It's already up. Uh, it's already up. So you see these. It, it looks like a gigantic pit bull, and these huge hippo teeth. There's the the around the Jeep or whatever they were in. It was like wood. And you see the teeth sink into the wood like hot butter, like a knife through hot butter. And then afterwards, they show the picture of the side, the metal part of the Jeep, which his teeth ripped through. Yep. All the way through. It's exciting. I love watching when hippos attack. If you go on, I was pray. They're all up there. All the videos are up there. You know what they eat, though? They don't eat people. No, they don't typically eat people, but people are just in the way, and then they get chomped on. Yeah, but you know what they eat mainly? No. Marbles. No, they don't eat marbles? I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, they do. No, they eat other animals. I saw four of them at one time. So did I. (laughs) Hungry. And my mother hated it. She said those hippos were way too loud. Way too hungry. Hungry, hungry hippos. That's why I started the story with. What's the next line? Hungry, hungry hippos. It's the name of the game. Oh, I know oh, that. Oh, God, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Man, all I know is the front part. Hungry, hungry hippos. It's the name of the game. That was like the one toy when I was a kid my mother hated. Because it was so loud? Oh, my God. You just have four kids banging on this plastic hippo. That's all we did was bang. <laughs> that in operation just <laughs> drove parents insane. All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. Also, you got something uh, for the text machine, same number. You got something good. If not, roll some credits, and we'll get out of here uh, for a Tuesday. Give us a minute. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. 
My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Big thanks to Kyle, as always, for helping us out today. Sitting here and unfortunately watching the news and mm. watching rockets fly back and forth. And I just sitting there wondering to myself, I'm going, because I don't know the answer to this, how much do each one of those costs? And if we were to not do any of these things, I mean, not saying that, uh, not to get into you know, all the stuff, the politics but, of yeah, it, the yeah. politics of it, but just the, the finances of war, mm-hmm. how much money you could save. And then if you distribute that to everyone, how everybody would live. Probably you know, very well. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, that, that lady that's 78 years old and her uh, kids dropped her off at a, a homeless shelter because they didn't want to deal with her anymore. And she's got no money. You know, <clears> would she be able to live in a, decent sized house and get herself some Netflix and watch her, watch her stories. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you gotta, I mean, like at least $10,000 a rocket. Right. And it's gotta be shot. It's shot from something. It's not like some guys throwing it up in the right. air. So that damn thing's gotta be at least a million dollars or a hundred thousand. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know the finances on the stuff. We're just looking at one thing and I'm going to see it just blow up in the sky. And it's like really expensive fireworks. We spend $2,500 a person in the country on our military budget. I want to know how much a missile is. Like one just straight up in your face missile. How much does that cost? Nikki, you should know this. You put out fires yeah, in the Navy. Yeah, I just Navy. know how much missiles cost. They no, keep I the do not. Price know how tags much still on them cost. when you're on the boats? No, no, they do not. Yeah, not at not all. Like TJ Maxx, where they have the price tags nope. hanging off? No. Nope. That's not right. how it works. All right, before we get out of here, uh, some stuff from the text machine. Read off what you got. A few years back, they really pushed roller derby in the Olympics. That might be fun to watch. Roller derby's fun. I used to host roller derby when, you guys remember TNN? The yes. Net, the network before Spike TV. I don't mm-hmm. even know what it's at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they used to film that in Kissimmee, Florida. And I was the in-house MC, And I was, I was young. I mean, this was probably late 90s. And you want to talk about a great side gig. Like, I made some good money doing that thing. But that was a lot of fun. Those people oh, were right. awesome. Because I used to watch it as a kid. What was it uh, Skinny Mini oh, yes. from back in the day day? You mm-hmm. know, you ever watch roller derby? Never. You don't know what it is? Never not. It's like out. wrestling on roller skates. Like mm-hmm. real roller skates. Oh, okay. They go around a ring. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, a rink. Yeah, it's a rink. A rink. And they would bump each other and close on each other and all kinds of stuff. Okay, I've seen them skating around a rink. I don't Badass. remember them hitting each other. Yeah, though. all right, go ahead. Uh, Nelson, love the jet scream during the intro to headlines, but don't you think it would sound better at the end of the intro versus in the middle of news, news, news? Love the show. Yeah, Nelson. I don't. Okay, you don't? Well, there you go. Yeah. The answer's your question, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Uh, Nikki. Uh, come out this Saturday. Me and Nelson are going to be at the Boot Barn in Elk Grove. They're opening up a new location. Love me Boot Barn. Mm-hmm. Love Two me some Boot Barn. 2 to 4 p.m. we'll be out there. Yeah. My daughter loves Boot. We just took her there not that long ago. Where's this one at? Elk Grove? This one's in Elk Grove. Yep. Off the 5 Freeway in the Delta Shore Shopping Center. Grand opening? Grand opening. All right. Nelson. Did you guys hear there's a new Boot Barn? Nope. I in did. Elk Grove? Yeah. yeah. Are you going to over-promote? She took what I was going to promote. <laughs> Baby man said boot barn, keep west. Okay. Boot barn, keep west. Both of you guys are going to be at boot barn. Fantastic. Both are going to be there. Baby man. Baby Uh, boots. They got baby boots. Baby baby boots for baby man. They got some really cool clothes. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Uh, All right.
right, Mickey's up next. Enjoy. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. I'm going to go try to fix a leak in my house. If all goes well, we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow at 6. Yeah, bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening.